to the PropNX.com show. WTUBGTOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to that classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, VOGK Dub Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Legendary QA segment brought to you by BTOSports.com. There's no possible way I'll ever do math this stuff. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome to the show, the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for tuning in on this Monday night. What a show we've got for you. We've got uh, Chad Reed, Ken Roxon, we've got Cole Seeley. We had to clip Dean Wilson, but we'll explain that in a little bit. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me, as usual, my friend, my friend, my life partner. Easy, easy. Kenny Watson. <laughs> K-Dub, what's up? Uh, nothing. Let's do it. How are you? I'm Look, awesome. Looking good today. Thank you. Uh, taking your calls, dealing with uh, the riders that we're getting on the show, dealing with our, our giveaways, the guy that sometimes produces, none other than <laughs> Boobs Legendaries. Boobs, what's up? Hello. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Everything good? Uh, fantabulous. Big win by your guy. <laughs> Big win. <laughs> Indeed it was. Is it your guy? I don't even know these days. Wow. Um, Kenny. I, I would claim it. I mean, why wouldn't you claim it? That's yeah. your guy. Yeah. Even though he clips you from Twitter, don't, don't worry <laughs> and, about and it. And he won't sign a jersey for you, and he won't come on the show. And he banned you on Twitter. Other than that, you're good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> other than that, then um, why not? Uh, Kenny, uh, notice, notice anything different for this show? Yeah, you got a Mafia t-shirt on. Yeah, what about everything else? Same old thing to me. All right, okay. It's just looks like, hey. it's like someone shining a flashlight in my eye, but yeah, we're all good. For, for those that, that don't know, we're uh, we're filming a pilot, and uh, we're very excited about it. I think everyone knows by now, Steve. I think you've been talking <laughs> about it for the last month. I think everybody uh, knows what we're doing. We can we can disclose that it is Lucas Oil, and uh, I love Lucas Oil. You know, it's awesome. People are coming up to me. They're all, what channel? I'm like, Psh, NBC. What do you think? <laughs> we're going to go bottom feet? Come on. We're, we're going to be on top. Uh, yeah, exactly. But and we are. Lucas Oil is involved. Let's, I mean, let's the best hope this thing goes well. Let's hope. How can it? Lucas on it. Lambos <laughs> and bitches. Um, so what but, are you going to do? Trade your bitch in? No, I'll get more of them. I'll keep her. Yeah, right. You can't even handle her. How are you going to get more? That's an excellent point. Hey, uh, thanks to uh, our sponsors, BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Fly Racing, Worst Connection, AGV Helmets, Vivid Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, and Kenny, a new one on this week. Rock for Fosgate. Yes. Good and, job. And thank Tammy, you. And thank Tammy you. Lowe, thanks for coming aboard. Yeah. We will not let you down. We'll Rockford score. knows what's up. Yeah, at least we, uh, we used to have another one last year, but they uh, kicked us to the curb, if you get my hint. So we <laughs> yeah. picked up uh, Rockford, and uh, um, they're great. They sponsor our race team. I've known Tammy forever. She's like the director of marketing there. And, hey, Check it out. Rockford Fosgate. Need some bumps in your car? Yeah. Definitely hook it up. Some bumps. Is that what, is that what the kids say? I don't know. It sounded cool. Hey, don't forget, you can get the show on Stitcher on your smartphone. You can get it on iTunes later tonight, and you can go on pulpamex.com and get it on the archive later tonight. We'll have that right up for you ASAP. We're going to have some great guests tonight, as I, as I indicated. We had to bump Dean Wilson up. We were going to have him on the show. We'll have him on next week. Uh, so if you're a big Dean Wilson fan and you're only listening to the show for Dean Wilson, you might want to hang up. Yeah, you should not. You don't hang up. You just shut your computer. Just off. Shut your computer off. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so Kenny, um, please don't act any differently because of the cameras and the lights that are in the place. Just just act normally. Relax. I know it's first hey, time. Hey, you camera. know what I've been thinking about? This no, been, this has no. been really. You're an idiot. God only knows what I, where what, you're going with this. 
you're you keep claiming Lambo. Yeah. Well, once this po- once but but as I remember, dude, like I've been in a Lambo up. before. I've driven a Lambo. I've been in them. Yeah. It's, we're gonna have problems getting you into the Lambo. I fit in your Lambo fine. And to dude, all the Twitter it, people, that, I fit in your that's Lambo. That's almost fine. that was a year ago, dude. We we gave I'm the same weight. No, I'm the same weight. How do you know? I close. I wear the same clothes. You don't weigh yourself. I wear the same clothes. Good enough. You don't think they fit a little tighter under the armpits? Yeah, or, a little you know? tad. Yeah, uh, little that's, that's an extra click on the seatbelt. <laughs> yeah, belt, you right? know. Uh, <laughs> it uh, happens, though. Hey, uh, That's all right. We're working on it, though, And right? thanks to the Lucas Oil guys for doing this. We appreciate it. Maybe this thing's going to go nowhere. Maybe it's going to get picked up. Maybe we're going to go huge. I don't know. Maybe we'll get a new producer. I don't know. I, I wouldn't count on it. Producer Pete. I'm not going anywhere. We did have to sell out a little bit on the name. Producer Pete. I like Boobs it. legendary. Mm. You didn't like your other name. No. Even Can I ask you a question? Where did, that, where did that other name... Who, where did that name... Right what, there, bro. What would give you? What would make you give yourself that name? It wasn't like I ever ex- planned on people s- calling me tits. It was just something well, I was like, yeah. You, but why would they call you? Why would they? Good oh. job saying the name on the pilot. We're All not right. supposed to say. You, you guys led me into it. I'm sorry. Awesome. Yep. Doing See, well. we got him wrong. We, we did it. We did it. Yep. We did it. We got him. We <laughs> got him. <laughs> Goodbye, Lambos. Am I bye fired bye. now? Bye bye. Bye, bye Lambos. He just, blah, blah, blah. Like Hart always tells me, I'm going to give you enough rope until you hang yourself. <laughs> Which you are. Probably you done. are. Hey, you hung let's, yourself. Let's, uh, we're going to get to read uh, top of the hour. Um, we're going to get to Cole Seeley after that and then Ken Roxon. But let's first talk about um, the Atlanta race. Which, Do we have to? Yep. Yeah. Didn't go well for H and H. Not well, at all. Well, Hanny was good, and then yeah, he he. You know what? With Hanny, he rode good. I mean, he's ridden better, but he was in the position where he was, you know, he was like in started in fourth, was in sixth, like three laps in, and he we had some little, we had a couple of issues with some a setup, and we tried it, and it seemed like it was working all right, and he just cased this jump. Um, he, he did didn't. He really did. He did the triple out of the turn, didn't he? Over there, in that where area? Mookie crashed. Yeah. What happened was he he cased it. Well, he didn't really case it. He bulldozed it with the front wheel. It didn't even come close to making it. Uh-huh. And his back wheel hit it and kicked him sideways, and he stalled the bike. And the bike wouldn't start. Well, in a racer X interview today, he said that he can't seem to start his bike on the main on the line for the main events. So what's going on with that? <laughs> the first time. It's the first time something. Ha- I I don't know. We're, you guys we're looking changed in. cams or something? No, That's I don't what know. Happens. We had cams back in the day in Yamaha. I could not start it. Steve. And one time I almost passed out in front of everybody, kicking it underneath the tent. I had to take my bike behind the semi because, you know, there's just fans loitering around looking for Tim Ferry. And I had to, like, take them around the back of the semi and kick it there and try to start it because I was going to pass out. It was, you know, Red Bud, July. So. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know really what, the, okay. what to say about that. When Hanny could say what he wants, but that was the first time it happened. He said the, he had, he had numerous problems starting on this. Okay. Well, he knows. He knows everything. Yeah. I know everything. Josh uh, Hansen what says. A, what about Kyle Partridge? What's up with that? Crashing. No. Crashing. No, no, <laughs> nothing more. Good heat races. Qualifies decent. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, I when we started, I had told Kyle. I said, "Seem like you're getting frustrated with Kyle." Tits. I am. Uh, Pete. Boobs. Yeah. Sorry. Watch your mouth. All right. Hey, seems like he's getting frustrated with Partridge. Well, dude, when we hired mm-hmm. Kyle, I, my deal was I just need you to make the main. Yeah. Just make every main. Right. That's when the field was packed, and I thought I was gonna have four guys. Right. And. He's made every main but one. Mm-hmm. I can't. He's in fifteenth in the points. Yeah. But with everyone dropping out, I think he should be better. He shows more speed and more, you know, talent during the week when he rides. Mm-hmm. It just seems like he's struggling when it comes time to race, and he hasn't raced twenty laps yet all season. He did it one time, and he went from tenth to thirteenth. He faded back. So, yeah. I don't know. We're okay. gonna try some different right. stuff. We Let's still got to make sure everything's okay. Yeah, it's all right. It's I mean, it's frustrating for sure. I can't believe you brought both trucks all the way to Atlanta. That's what we did. You see how many people were there? We had to. Why? What do you mean? Who was there? Well, 
there's a lot of spectators there. We have a oh, huge yeah, activation. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. have a, we, have, we do a, a pretty big you know pit presence. B2B. And it's all about the fans. It's yeah. all about promoting our sponsors. Even though if we're not going to win on the track, we got to win in the pits. So yeah. that's what we do. So uh, try at least both trucks at Daytona, like through the rest of them. No, like no, no. Oh. What, we're, what we're probably going to do hey, is fine. Screw you, Daytona. Fans. No, well, Daytona, you get you pit in the garages anyways. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to St. Louis with two trucks. From St. Louis, we're going to park it yeah. in St. Louis. At East no, Louis? no, we're going to park it at Indy. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> Penske is kind of like a partner, so we're going to park it at the Penske shop uh -huh. in Indy. Okay. And then we're going to leave it there and pick it back up before Houston, do Houston, right. and then turn that thing around and come back. So that's uh, enough about this. But let's, uh, let's we talk had a tough weekend. Uh, yeah, you did. You did. And uh, I'm just waiting for you to, to, to lose it one of these weeks on, on me or somebody. No, it's all right. I'm okay. not, I mean, did we, we were, I was kind of bummed because we went from yeah. tied for ninth to Eleventh yeah. in the points, but right. whatever it is. Well, you gotta get that st bike started, bro. Uh, Ryan Dungey won, rode great, uh, got the start, took off. Uh, RV catching him. Stewart rode well, came, got a crappy start, came from the back to catch him. I thought. Do you think that's the bike's fault? What is his start? I don't know. Maybe everything's the bike's part fault these days. I don't, I don't know. know. But, I like James. I um, don't know. I just think. Uh, I I don't know. I mean. You talk to him, everything's great, but you know, there's other things going on. Oh, uh, I don't. I talk to him. Not everything's not great. Yeah. Well, um, I, I don't. I don't talk to him. But uh, right. from the media standpoint, just yeah. like reading what he says, yeah, and yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he says everything's great. But, right. hey, who knows? Time will tell. Right. Um, everybody's talking. And after the race, uh, the, the the RV tripling on the red lights. Yeah, that was – Did you – Yeah, I saw it. It was okay. – I don't know. It looked like it was bang, bang. It was like it was one of those double plays in baseball where – Yeah, could have gone either way. You, could, it, you can't really tell. But you think they're really going to dock that guy? I doubt it. If it was, yeah, I don't know. If it was Josh Hansen – Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, my initial reaction, you know, I just w I went and saw the Kennedy thing at Dallas, the Kennedy assassination thing, and they talked about the initial reaction of people was that there was a shot behind the grassy knoll. Uh -huh. People say that like when it happened, that's what they talk about. My initial reaction when it happened was he's gonna get fined or docked. I don't want to say docked because it looked like he had enough time to go. Dunge did not. Dungey took off. It, it was red after that. But then Stewart had to roll, and that jacked him. That, he was yeah. catching those guys. He was riding really well. Um, so you're okay with that? You're, you're fine? Whatever? I didn't lose any sleep over it. They yeah. don't pay my checks. Jeremy Albrecht was quite upset. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Probably rightfully so. What would Mark Pellegrino say? Uh, he, yeah. I know everything. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. Screw them. They don't pay my bills. Right. Oh, that one? You can't play that one. Though. Shit don't matter oh, to me yeah. if you don't pay my bills. Whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't, do that. Oh, can't do that one. Sheesh. Uh, damn. I'm already screwing up this pilot. Um, <laughs> I so set you up for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Eww. Sabotage is hey, the name uh, of the game. Watch. I'm going to hold it tight. I'm not going to say the F word or screw up at all. This guy's just going to be. Uh, I'm uh, just waiting for Watson to screw up. I told you, dude. So, you're okay, so you're okay with that? And even if they, even if they did anything to RV... Whatever. Ah, dude, yeah. it don't affect me, right. and if it affects Kawasaki, whatever, you know, yeah. that's that's their deal. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm no one of our guests. Tonight. No one's no one's coming over to my truck asking me if what's going on or how <laughs> we did or need anything. So hey, you know what? Uh, have at it, bro. I saw him all over Wardy though, asking those guys, "How are you doing, Wardy?" How's Thanks. Going? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What about uh, the guy, our guest tonight, Cole Seeley? Man, no. Cole Seeley. Who's that? Not only Lucas Oil, <laughs> Troy Lee Designs, Cole Seeley. Perhaps that rings a bell. Yes. Not only did he Simi Valley's cold silly or more park. Yeah, eight oh five, which is my area code. Uh, not only did he whole shot, which is you know that's a big deal, but good for him uh, seven laps didn't just lead a lap. Yeah, seven seven laps. 
He and he was awesome. riding good. He rode awesome. I think he's going. He's in a. He's in a surprise for people. I mean, yeah. I, I, I. You don't know, know. You know, last year when he rode fill in for Honda, he came back to Seattle the first race after the break and he killed him. Yeah. And uh, and I think just because he'd been in the 450 class, he'd been riding I, every week. I agree. And th- and you know he's not that far out of it. Like because was, of Tomac's crash. Was he like 12 points out? 14 points out? Yeah, I don't know. You should know. Producer should be helping us. Producer. Yeah, maybe you could stop screaming with your mic and help I'm us. I'm trying to get comfortable over here. I'm sorry. It's we switched everything around. Yeah, I know, you but did. you know I... what? Fame sucks. It's going to suck to be famous. I'm not complaining, so, by the way. Find out how many points Sealy's down. Um, <laughs> it's going to help him. It's going to help him a lot. And, uh, and 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 we'll talk to him about that later on when he comes on the show. And, and so, you, a little bit of controversy with you this week in the pits. Oh, really? Again? Bit. Yeah. Again. Uh, well, Jesus. the. The Tony Alessi thing from last week's show, where mm-hmm. he didn't want to talk to you, he lost respect for you. That was I heard that from a couple of people, what was going on. But then I talked to you and Tony, and you guys settled your beef this week. You settled it. You buried it. You know. You bought Jeff an iguana <laughs> when he was 10. Or Well, my deal was Tony was bad-mouthing me because of an incident that we right, had. Right. And I've known Tony for 15 literally. 15 points down, according to our – good job. You're welcome. I know Tony for years and years and years, and – I just went up to him and I said, can I talk to you? And he was like, puffy chest. Yeah, what's up? Let's go in the truck. I'm all, if you're going to be like that, let's go behind the truck. He's like, no, we're going to go into the truck. I said, okay. So we went in the truck. He locked the door in the lounge. And and I'm like, Tony, listen, all I got to Uh say is your emotions are taking over. Uh In 10 years from now, if we see each other, this is going to be stupid. We've known each other way too long. I apologize if I was out of line. I have a lot of stuff going on, Tony. I just don't have to worry about... My riders, I have to worry about a whole activation, a whole b- more B2, stuff than B2B. you have. Exactly. More stuff yeah. than you'll ever even think about worrying about. So you came over in the worst time, and I apologize if I was out of line. I I, I kind of said sorry. I did say sorry. I go, you if did I say offended, sorry. I okay. said if I yeah, offended yeah, yeah. you, yeah. I'm sorry. But I have things I have to worry about that are my duties, and I don't deal with rider drama. If you have a problem with the rider, go talk to the rider. Right. Or have your rider talk to my and rider and let he, them settle it. What do you have to say? He said, I, I agree, but I came to talk to you just like you came and talked to me when the, the issue happened with uh, Ivan and, and Mike. He's got a point. And I said, He's you're, got a point. You're, you're 100% right. So we settled it. We buried it. We hugged. We shook hands. Uh-huh. We, we even kissed a little bit, and uh, it's all good. I, I hope they're all good. I have nothing. I respect Tony Lessie, and and he asked me about the whole controversy thing with the start, why I, what I was saying, and I'm just like, listen, mm-hmm. I don't. I understand you guys are taking any advantage you can to do it, but yeah. you guys were cheating. And he yeah. goes, I agree, but you know what? I'm going to give it to Mike because he wants to do so good. He's going to yeah. do whatever it takes. Wow. I say, wah, wah, wah. I understand <laughs> that. But, hey, make a long story short, we're all good, yeah. and we're going to move forward, and – I just want my guys to beat Mike very, very bad, and uh, and uh, it's not working out that way right now. So we'll see what happens. Rambo, what's up? Hey, I had a question for Kenny. Uh, during the airing of the Dallas race, they broke off from the uh, qualifiers for a minute, and they were showing some of the riders going into a local children's hospital. And Josh Hansen was in there, and you know, mad props to anybody that takes time out of their schedule and goes and spends some time with you know unfortunate kids. Is that? Was that part of something that H and H is doing, or was that just the riders individual doing that? No, that was all on him. He uh, he came to me and told me what he was doing. He asked me if I could get him some hats and clothes to give to the kids, and we stepped up and gave it to him. But that was one hundred percent Josh Hansen giving back to the kids. 
Always. Man, I think that was that was awesome. I mean, I I, I kind of gained a, another notch respect for Josh for doing that. Man, that was that well, was pretty cool. Him to step up and do that. All I have to say is, don't listen to everything Mathis says about Hanson being a dirtbag. He's a really good guy. <laughs> I again, I call him like I see him. You call him a douchebag. No, that was him at the beginning of the show, in case you didn't realize calling me oh, a douchebag. Okay. Right. Uh, I've All written right. nothing but good things about Josh Hanson this year. I wish, you, what, I wish what, either one of you what guys you, would actually read about what I write, because you don't. But what I can read you your say? stuff. Don't, don't feel no, bad. No, you don't. Sure hey, I Steve, do. don't feel bad. I don't read anybody's stuff, right. what they write. Right. I've not bagged on Handy at all. He doesn't deserve it. You guys are good. He's been on, he's been on it. It's true. I yeah. read well, stuff. I just, you know, I, I, nobody had said anything about it, and I thought it was, I thought it deserved a little publicity. So, man, massive props to him. All right, perfect. I'll give him the message, dude. That's cool. Thanks for uh, cool, man. Thanks for calling in, Rambo. You guys have a good show, man. All right, see you, Rambo. Rambo! Another thing is over! Hey, um, by the way, uh, look, check your, check your mailbox because there will be a fine assessed to you. You <laughs> will what? be fined by the Public Mech Show. For what? Uh, fraternizing with the enemy. Who's yeah. that? Yeah. What are you talking You don't see Bob Costas. He's NBC. You don't see Bob Costas rolling over to ABC or to ESPN and doing Sports Center, do you? I didn't. What are you talking about? Is this about Kenny doing DMXS? Not only that, Steve, but going you... to the DMXS party on Friday night. Oh, onto the party, broing down apparently oh, with every wow. broing. Oh, what's up? They're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, I that's can see I that too, dude. You can't go to their party. <laughs> you can't do that, dude. I was there from nine thirty to ten thirty, and I left. I wasn't there all night. They asked me nine thirty to ten thirty. Really? They, yeah. Really? Yeah. Your tweet at two thirty six a.m. was good night, everybody. Uh. Do the math, Steve. East Coast to the West Coast. It's a three-hour gap. I was at home. No, Twitter adjusts for that, I think. No, my phone doesn't. I'll show it, you. It's all uh, where you are, the person who's reading it. I was Steve in Atlanta was when I read it. Ooh, then I, I don't no, know about I, that. I, I was not there at 2 o'clock in the morning. Guaranteed. Oh, so you went to the party, and you left, and then you just hung out in your hotel for three more hours. And yeah, then you went I to did. Bed. I did. Yeah. Uh, you well, could, no problem. Before, just, before you start railing me, why don't you ask them how long I was there? <laughs> Well, I did ask a bunch of people. Yeah. And they said a long time. Yeah, I'm nobody, sure we, no, nobody broke down your exact hours because nobody was paying attention to you except for bullshit. Cox. I'm calling bullshit except on for the Cox. whole thing. <laughs> except for Cox. Uh, there there you go. Um, you can't go to there after. You can't go to there after. Ah, bullshit. I can do whatever I want. It's not going to work out. Fine. Clip me then. Clippy, clippy. Producer, get cut loose. One <laughs> or the other. <laughs> how was it? How was the, the, the deal? It was Moto Central. I mean, it was cool. I mean, I, I don't mind going to those things for an hour or two. But I'm kidding, I, by the way, about I the just, I'm I kidding, just, everybody. I just can't deal with just that whole scene right. for more than a little bit. I mean, I went I there. I heard you were doing beer bongs. Yeah. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pete told me. Yeah, Pete. Pete would know. One thing about Pete, look at his shirt, too. Me? Wearing, yeah, wearing an Apple shirt. Yeah. Dude, we're I on camera. right? You can't wear something not affiliated with the show. I wanted to make sure that I did not change one bit. And so this is what I normally so would have wore, so and this is what well, I'm wearing now. Look for a lot of screw-ups tonight, because it's not going to change a bit. That's true. So, yeah. Yep. Great. Fantastic. I want to keep it real. Uh, back to the party, though. It was fun? Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah? Those guys are definitely cool. Oh, really? They're cool? Cooler than me? Definitely. Stop looking at your phone. We're on TV. Yeah. Um, they're definitely cooler than me. Yeah. Hey, um, what about Mookie? Woohoo. Well, bar- let's talk about the lights a little bit. Uh, Barsha is on fire. Yeah, he's, he's, he's on really fire. Well. Um, what about Mookie though? Couldn't couldn't make the second practice session. Um, let me ask you how you feel about this. Couldn't make the second practice session. His bike didn't start. So then he went to the uh, to the heat. Was leading the heat. Then he ate crap big time in the heat. And then his bike wouldn't make it for the LCQ. 
Yeah, as a, as a manager, you're, Kenny. Did you ever find out what happened with the bike? Well, no, not officially. Retweeted that it was having the same problem that Jake Moss's bike or Matt Moss's bike was having at the Motocross of Nations. I don't know how Reed knows, but he tweeted that. Which and do you that think was his a, crash had anything to do with it? I heard the bike was cutting out, like the bike wasn't running. And that's and why he crashed. I don't, I don't know. Oh, oh. I don't Didn't know. he have uh, bike problems earlier in the day? Didn't he miss a practice, or is that somebody else? Thank you, Jesus Christ. What? When, when, when? I just finished saying that. Oh. Thanks for listening. I was uh, awesome. producing over here, so I lost um, track of all. <laughs> producing. <laughs> this guy's a fun. Hey, so have you been there as a manager? Have you had that kind of hat? Like that? I mean, we love Nathan Ramsey. Yeah. And it wasn't him. How is it Nathan Ramsey? No, no, it's fault. not his fault, but as a manager, you're held. You know, you're, you got to. Well, I'm sure they did everything. I'm sure they Big could. James was freaking out, you know? Um, yeah, well, they had to ride the bike down there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. something yeah, had to happen. Right. I mean, who would have thought? You know what I mean? Right. That's just the whole saying, though. Like everyone's like, "God, oh, the electric start's so much better if you fall." But what happens? The electric start doesn't work. Right, right. I see them trying to bump start it. It didn't bump start either. So yeah. it had to have some kind of electric. Oh, they were they were bump starting down they there. They were trying behind the gate. Yeah. Yeah. And then I seen Mookie after he was pissed, throwing his goggles. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I mean, yeah, I guess you would be. I don't know. Um, I mean, he I, he didn't throw his goggles and have a temper tantrum when he crashed. That was that was the bike's fault. That was I a mean, nasty crash. That was dirty. That was dirty. How about like, the fact that every leader like crashed? They just couldn't. That was crazy. I mean, it was nuts. Barsha went down. Mookie went down. Help me out. Another couple guys went down. Yeah, it was it was it was nuts. I, I, it seemed like nobody wanted to win anything uh, at the race. So, what about the lights class? Dur- uh, Durham gets fifth or fifth. Roxon gets sixth. Comes from the back. Second place, Baggett. Baggett looks to be on point. Yeah, it just looks like Baggett's controlling that that whole field. Barsha. I mean, I'm sorry, Barsha is. Yeah. Barsha. And, you know, hey, Blake rode. I mean, he came through in the main. He didn't ride that good all day, I don't think. Right. And then, you know, he pulled a second. And, you know, kudos to. to uh, Bogle looks good. Bogle. Bogle rode Bogle awesome. Bogle looks good. Bogle's going to be good, man. Those factory connection guys, man, they pull it. Yeah. If they see that. They, they Dude, have a good scouting I, program. I, hey, I hate to say this. They're like the New York Yankees you're gonna, of uh, you're motocross. Gonna, you're going to get mad. Yeah, they do. They have stellar amateur guys. You're going to get mad. They went away from Pro Circuit in the offseason. Yosh Pipes, and they're doing motor work. I don't know who's – maybe Cosworth is doing something for him. I don't know. Maybe just all Kibby, Christian Kibby. What? First of all, why would I be mad? Because you get mad whenever you talk about somebody like your friend or like R.C. Hansen, Pro Circuit. You get mad. Uh, their bikes look better than they ever have. And that's no slam on Mitch, but maybe it is. They hey. look good. Hey. They look good. Kudos to them. They're doing a good job. Team's riding well. Uh, and Tomac, of course, had control of the West Series until the, until that crash at San Diego. But um, both a- of those as a manager and working on a team, you can't ask for nothing better than having both your guys on the box. Bottom line, I mean, they both guys are on the box this weekend. Good job, good weekend. They yeah, left yeah, there. Yeah. It looks like they have momentum going into the next race. So we'll um, see what happens. A few shows ago, and we're gonna play your voicemails and your emails uh, later on. A few shows ago, I was going on a little bit. I don't know if it was this show or one of the podcasts. I, I talked too much in too many different places. But did you hear me talk about Jeff Alessi making yeah, the main event? Yeah. I, I just, I just, I just want to pull something up here. I just, I did some research today. Now, listen, I got nothing against Jeff Alessi. Good job for making the main events. That's fantastic. Uh, in his heat race, he had uh, two fifty-four second lap times in the fifty-fours. Uh, the rest were fifty-fives. So consistent. Good job. Way to go. In the main event. He did a 56, okay, a little slower, but everybody was a little slower. After that, he did a 58, a couple 58, so he was a second and a half slower. He did a couple 59s, and the rest were a minute, a minute 10, a minute 
12, a minute 11, a minute 13, a minute eight. Like it's in the main, I just, I know I sound like just such a whiner and such a so complainer. So what should he do? The Quit? guy, he's rolling on like lap four. He's rolling. He, he, he Watch him on TV. He's exhausted. He doesn't have, he's got the heat race in him and that's it. And, where and are you I, going with this? Well, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just <laughs> All upset. Right, well, can it? I mean, he's. Can it? Okay. Move, move so, on. This is a waste of time. There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing to talk about. Uh, what, what are you going to do? Nothing. Get well, rid of that. Good guys like JT and Jimmy Albertson aren't They need the to beat him in the heat race. It's they're easy. They're not beating them in their main events. Speaking of JT, is he okay? I, I texted him that night. I asked him if he was all right. Uh, yeah, he's going to come on here shortly. Uh, he's got a bad sprained foot. He's definitely going to be off the bike all week. Uh, he might He might miss this weekend. I don't know. All right. But, okay, you, so you see no problem with this. Let me see those lap times. You see no problem with this. No. Please, please look at those lap times. Please. Compare, them, compare them to the, his number 800, his brother next to him, and everybody else, and what they're turning at the same time that he's turning those times. Now, I understand there's going to be some bad laps. You're going to get lapped. And I like Jeff. It's, again, it's nothing personal against Jeff. I'm not going to try to, you know, I mean, I'll tell him this to his face. It just frustrates me a little bit when you can't. I mean, it's like he's not even trying, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no? Well, no? yeah. I mean, he look at those times. Maybe he's not. I Are mean, you looking at those times? Yeah, I looked at them. And what do you think? I think that he's going slow in the main event. <sighs> okay. Hey, hey, check it out. Can I rip these up? No. Okay, I'm going to leave these right here. I'm going to study these more tonight about Jeff Alessi. <laughs> Maybe I have something to come back for you next week. Hey, he's doing his job in the main event. Oh, he's shut up, Watson. He's making the main event. He's doing his job. Uh, I sh okay. All right. Hey, if those other guys are better, they would make the main event. Bottom they line. are better. They, they no, are they're better. not. No, they're no, not. They're better. No, they're not. They're not better if, right now. If you if you if you start them out, we go one on one. Jeff versus top Jimmy. Jeff versus JT. Jeff versus. Get the overall points. I I don't have them. Okay, I'm you sorry. get the overall points, and you see where Jeff Alessi's at, and you see where those guys are at. That's gonna tell you who's doing we'll ask, better. Who's better? Dude, that's dumb. Hey, uh, hey, Gregor, send an email in. We're gonna read an email. Oh, sweet. I'm going to get off that. I sound very bitter. Yeah, you sound like a little whiner to yeah, me. Yeah, no, I do. Do I you do. want to know who has more points when it comes to Alessi and Thomas? Yes. Yes, Tits. Tell me. All right. Jason Thomas has 10 points. Jeff Alessi has seven. Yay! How, how many How many mains has Jeff made? Three. And JT got those points in one race. One race. One race. One race. Three races for Alessi to get seven freaking points. And if you look at the results, I guarantee you, you look at those three. You look at those three main events. Two, two, and three are the amount. You look at those main events. You look at those main events. The guys he beat either crashed their balls off or or pulled off. So what are you saying? Kenny's team broke. He's lucky. I'm just saying he is the last place guy in every main event that he's made by far, without a doubt. And maybe again, I sound like a little complainer and a little whiner. I just he he put he posted something on Vital. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. All right, forget it. All right. Exactly. I sound bitter. I do. I really do. Uh, Gregor said, uh, Steve, if you watch a Supercross main event on TV, did you happen to notice that the yellow lights were flashing? Because of the down lapper when RV jumped the triple, everyone but Dungey had to single, single, single the section, but RV didn't. Fro said the lights were not on as RV approached the jump, but my DVR clearly shows the lights flashing. Well, I make loves Kawasaki. Of course he's going to say that. I'm just kidding. Monster Kawasaki? Um, <laughs> also, I was sorry to see JT. We talked about that, by the way, Gregor. So Kenny says, uh, whatever, he didn't care. I said I thought he was going to get docked. I really penalized. I thought he was going to get penalized, <laughs> for sure. 
And after the race, think the AMA, about it. The AMA made the call. Monster Kawasaki. No, no, Monster no. Supercross. No, you can you can tell me that has nothing to do with it. It's a split second decision they made on the floor. Okay. And that okay. has nothing to do with it. Okay. Whatever no, you say, no, Steve. You no. know everything. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. You know everything. I know everything. The guy that uh, the guy that makes the decision on his shirt it says Monster Supercross. On the side of Villapoto's bike, it says Monster uh, Kawasaki. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a split-second decision made on the floor by an AMA official. And all that conspiracy stuff, he doesn't have time for that to go through his head. Um, I was sorry to see JT crash after getting some TV time because of his comedy on the show. He's become one of my favorites to follow up on. I hope the dude's all right and can still bring it to the Pulp Show. I don't think his crashes will affect his voice for the Pulp Show. Yeah. Um, Pete is going to be an extra gritty after Dungey's win, so maybe JT and Kenny can remind him that RD has blocked him on Twitter for a reason. <laughs> Thanks for the great show this week, and I hope the pilot goes well. It's a good thing he said that because I almost forgot about it. Dungey blocking you? Yeah, yeah, I almost forgot. Good job on that. Yeah. That's good. Uh, but he's a stand-up guy, nope, no, no doubt. Um, hey, Steve, this is right up your alley, Kenny. Wait, why is this guy in the chat room talking shit on me? Because they do it every week. Why is he calling Kenny so lame? Sometimes he's so Mr. Cool. Yeah, well, sometimes. dude, get it right. Not sometimes, all the time. All geek. the time. Hey there, all Steve. The time, I was geek. wondering if you have any info on an after party in New Orleans. I know it's a little early, but my wife and I are coming in from Detroit. I do. Hold on to watch the race and trying to get all my ducks in a row. I really enjoy your show. Looking forward to try to meet Kenny and yourself if you intend to go. One more thing. How about trying to do a podcast with Eddie Warren if you could find him? I've tried to get Eddie Warren. He lives in Australia. He's not responding to anything. So after party, we're working on one right now. We're going to do one with Kevin Windham, the H and H. You are? Yeah. It's going to be right. Kevin Windham after party, and it's going to be on Bourbon Street. And uh, look for it. Uh, it's going to be on Bourbon Street. It's going to be on Bourbon Street. We so got it a, should be easy to find. We got, we're, yeah. we're going, I got my guy Mahoney's flying out there next week to go look at the club. We're going to do it upstairs on one of the, I forgot the name of the place. Uh-huh. Um, with the balcony, it's going to overlook Bourbon Street. Make beads, Kata beads, throw them out, maybe see some boobs. Yeah. And uh, we'll go get from there. That's what I'm talking about. Um, Hey, Steve, just listen to the podcast about you. You're an interesting man with quite a good past. Thank you. I am just writing to say I'm a fan of the show from, from Pete's Pedro-like behavior to Kenny's off-the-wall antics and your constant need for attention. It's all good. I do hope the Pulp Show continues for years as it brings me hours of enjoyment. Keep up the good work. I'll be listening. P.S. Ditch O'Rourke. I'm an Aussie, and he makes us all look bad. Thank you. What a dick. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, I don't agree with that, but um, we probably will – once we start raking in TV money, we might change, and we might change the outlook of the show. Um, Pete, you have uh, – can you get – what are you doing? Oh, can you get our JT on the line? And let's do Tweet at Tits. Yes, Tweet I at will. Pete, I mean. Tweet at Pete. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, these are the questions, uh, your questions sent in via – Dude, you're so blowing it, dude. Via, I know, I'm blowing everything. Via Twitter, uh, your best questions for Kenny and I, and, uh, and we're going to get JT on btosports.com, BBMX rider. JT money to come on and help us answer. Um, and in the meantime, we'll take this call. Tyson. What's up, guys? What's up, man? How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, we're great. Thanks for listening. What's happening? Hey, great. Hey, the question I got for you guys is uh, I know we've talked about the effect of Twitter having on maybe some of the track changes. I know the Sunday before the Atlanta Supercross, James had tweeted about how he was concerned having that triple right out of the second turn because of what happened to L.A. Yeah. Was there any talk in the pits or with Dirk Wirtz as far as, was that the reason why they switched those two lanes? Yep, that's exactly the reason why. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I mean, if they had a triple right off the start, then uh, 
um, then for sure we would uh, have another issue, maybe like in L.A., probably not, but you never know. So that's exactly what they did. They, they switched it up. Dude, you need to stop having cream in your coffee, bro. It's not good for you. Yeah, thanks, bud. Thanks for that. Tyson, is that your, is it, you got your answer? I did. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening. Yep, yep. All right. Let's do the uh, Tweet at Producer Pete segment. Okay. Uh, uh, question, these are the questions, the best ones. Why do you keep getting flack on Twitter for not giving, asking us the tough ones? I don't know what they're talking about. Like, tough questions? I don't know. People are very questions. upset at your selection of, of questions. I'm just saying. I don't know. I do my best. All right, let's do it. Apparently you need that's to do better. For some the best isn't good enough anymore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All do right. Um, this first question is from Matthew Owen. He asks, would Reed have insurance against injury to pay his staff in case of injury? Ooh, good question. No idea. How's that phone, Kenny? Is it good? Yeah, cameras and lights here and everything. You think that's appropriate? Steve? Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he would or not. Mm. I know the – the factories take insurance out on the riders' salaries, and if the rider gets hurt, then they they don't pay. They only pay for like two months, and then insurance kicks in. But mm-hmm. it's Reed's situation. I mean, he's budgeted those guys' a salary in his sponsor money. Mm-hmm. The question is, do, do the sponsors dock him for penalize him for getting hurt? That's the question, and I don't know that answer. I don't know what kind of re- agreements he had. You would think Watson that. Do you think? Do you think that uh, Reed? Pays those salaries for his employees? Or do you think maybe Honda does? No, I think Reed does. You think Honda pays? Honda may pay his. Maybe let's, we'll have, how about we ask him? And I, I guarantee he doesn't answer the question. <laughs> okay, well then that'll be awesome. Let's okay. ask him. We'll ask him. All Make right. yourself a note over there, producer, to ask him. Okay, uh, next one uh, from Kimpa951. He says, who would win a 10-lap motocross race between Steve and Kent? Steve, hands down. Thank you. How many, well, how many titles? Four Manitoba titles. Four Manitoba I titles. I mean, they were a long time ago. Also second in the plus 30 C class at the World Vet two, three years ago. Whoa. That is a drop in class. I know. You guys go from an Do you know expert. what I did, though? Do you know what I did? I didn't know how well I would do because I hadn't raced for so long. Yeah. I bumped myself up the next day to the, to the B class. And how'd you do? Oh, I probably I got smoked. Okay. But I was like, hey, I don't belong in this class. How tired C-class. were you? Oh, exhausted. Glenn Helen was so rough. Anyways. How many laps do you think you could do right now? I don't know. Well, if I'm with my hatred of you driving me to beat you, probably a lot. Perfect. Um, I, I, I wasn't I, a professional motorcycle racer or an expert. I the was. highest I've ever got was novice. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I got four Manitoba titles. I was terrible. Yeah. So I was the, terrible. There you go. My ribs. I hurt my ribs a lot. Yep. Like Jordan Burns would say, my ribs. All right. Next one is from Stephen Kane. He asks, how different would the Supercross series be as a whole if it were Live Nation still doing it instead of Feld? That's a really great question. Yeah, Live Nation well, is you, Feld. I can't believe you would pick that question. Live Nation is Feld. Ding dong. It's the I same people. Whether it's, whether, it's Feld, whether it's Feld, Live Nation, Clear Channel, Pace. I'm probably missing some. MO, what is it? Uh, MO. SRO, whatever. It's the same group of five dudes at the top running the series. Charlie Mancuso, Todd Gendro, Dave Prater. I'm probably missing some in there. Same okay. guys. They just go from – they take the motorsports division, and the same guys run it no matter who owns the company outright. I had hoped with Feld acquiring them and and Feld acquiring them and uh, – uh, Who's that? The, the background. And the <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's calling the kettle black. Uh, the, 
I would hope that Feld would do a little better uh, job of marketing the series or open up the restrictions, but they have not. So whatever. Okay. But I sat next to Todd Gendro on the flight from Atlanta to Chicago. I hashed out a lot of things with him. I think he's going to take my advice. Uh-huh. I'd like to thank uh, Stephen for sending that question in. And my bad for actually. I would not like to thank Stephen for sending that question because that was a really stupid question. Okay. By the way, Jason is on the line if you want to get him on. JT. What's happening? How are you? What happened? What happened? Uh, You were watching the race, Kenny, I'm sure. I was worried about you, buddy. I had to call and check up on you. Why were you watching the race? He didn't have anybody else secured, did you? Yeah, Partridge. Uh, Yeah, the the guy right in front of me. Oh. Okay. Canary won. Um. Three turns away from getting third place, anyways. Uh, you went down hard. You all right? Everything good? Uh, yeah, my foot's swollen up pretty good. I uh, kind of, like, folded it in half pretty much when I crashed. And uh, so I've just been icing it and doing therapy on it pretty much since I got home until now. Like, I, I've mm-hmm. left my house twice since then just to, like, get food and stuff, and that's it. I've been just been working on it. Are you so. playing online poker? <laughs> no, man. I literally just, like, ice it. Yeah, obviously watch TV and whatever, but it's like back and forth to the freezer icing, and and then I do like have all these exercises for movement and stuff I have to do. So, are you gonna miss a race? Pretty lame. Uh, I think I'll be all right yeah. if I can make keep making progress like I did today. I should be okay. But man, it's uh, like I sent you. I don't know if you got that picture I sent you, yeah, but it's yeah. pretty ugly. Yeah, it's gnarly. Um, yeah, I'm surprised you don't have a little filly doing some running for you over there. The who? A filly, a little girl, some like a, a woman taking care of you. Oh uh, yeah, well. No, I mean my mom. My mom was thinking about coming down Wednesday, but it's. I mean, it's not too bad. It's really just uh, kind of hopping around. Really, the, the worst part was just getting home. Like it was rough. I had to like ride the wheelchair through the airport and all that stuff. Hey, uh, did you ever ask your mom what happened um, with Pike and the other dude? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did actually. She just said that um, for like all three of them, the two scores and the flag guy, all agreed that. Uh, Faith beat him. Like they called it right on the spot. That's what I. That's and she, that's, that's what yeah, I was she said they didn't even know. They didn't even know that Pike had gotten the spot until she turned around and looked at the the big board or whatever that had Pike in second. Right. Uh, like the. It would have been pretty tra- crazy. Middle been, of the track. It would have been pretty crazy if you were Weston Pike. And wow, yeah, yeah. that'd been a lot different there. Welcome to the last week, though. About yeah, but week. there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing she can do in that spot because it's majority rules in that in that case. So. But I think I, mean, I think it would have been a little different because they all know that's your mom too, and they work with her. I think they would have uh, said, <laughs> yeah. "Oh yeah, let's give that, it to Jason." They're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna. You know, put well, their job in jeopardy over it. I yell at the, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I yell at the AMA guys all the time. Anyway, they probably don't even like me. Yeah, I can understand being a, an AMA employee not to lose your job. That would be pretty uh, devastating to lose that big salary. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't think they'd want to uh, jeopardize yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, hey, your, your free T-shirt and your hot dog, we're going to have to take that back. We're going to have to take that back. <laughs> um, yeah, tough break, JT. Man, the season's just not going your way. Top Jimmy. Yeah, team, top I Jimmy mean, behind you. My, heat race, my heat race sorry, was a joke. Like, I haven't ridden that bad in a really long time. Well, I shouldn't say, at least a week. Uh, but just uh, the last chance, I felt like I rode okay. Um, I just really couldn't close the gap on Partridge at all. Hey, um, you know what, though? I look, it looked like your bikes were working pretty good. I mean, I, was, I watched you guys – like, I watched you ride in that LCQ, and, like, Partridge and those guys were out a little bit out in front, and you closed the gap, and you were pushing him, and he caught up to, to Bob. Like, they were right there with, like, yeah. two laps to go. Yeah. And then on that yeah. last lap, it, you know, the, he, was, he caught up to him, and I don't think he was going to catch up to him. He, was, he wasn't – I mean, no disrespect to you, JT, but he, he wasn't riding that well. And I, I think if you would have got close, it would have been good. Yeah, I mean, I was just uh, – like, obviously, our, our bikes were really good. We tested all week, um, and I, I made some – 
positive positive changes for sure. Uh, I was really happy with the bike. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I could have ridden faster, the bike, you know, was allowing me to. I just, you know, that was kind of all I had. And, uh, you know, like I felt like I was sneaking up on, on Kyle a little bit at the end, and basically I was just trying to kind of bonsai that last lap and sneak up there, you know, before he was really, you know. I'm, I'm sure at that point he kind of felt like he had it. Yeah. And I was just trying to go crazy that last lap and close the gap and sneak in there. But um, So definitely no riding was, for you this week, right? Uh, I'm going to try to ride Thursday and uh, just feel it out. Um, yeah. But we'll see. I mean, um, I don't know. At this point, you know, I'm just hoping to be able to race, and anything above that is a bonus. Hey, were you listening to the show earlier? No, I was not. I've been watching this NASCAR race. Okay, yeah, never mind that NASCAR race. Um, we did you see? Did you happen to see Jeff Alessi in the main event? Of course, he uh, did. yeah, I was watching everybody. Yeah. Okay, and you have no problems with this? You just need to beat him in the heat. No issues. I mean, what? I mean, what are you gonna do? Yay! I mean, I just he 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 yarded me in the heat race. Like literally, I watched him pull away from me. Okay. So there's no way I can come on the air or in even to myself. I can't look at myself in the mirror and complain about whatever he wants to do in the main event. If he wants to ride around and do wheelies and get off and have a beer in the in the middle of the track, right? I have nothing I can say to that. Okay. Zero. All right. So, well, I mean, somebody else, you you have your own opinion and you're not racing, so I can totally see your side of it. I, but for me. When he starts right in front of me and pulls away and gets the spot and I don't, what am I going to say? I'm not going to say anything. I pulled the, the lap times up, and they're brutal. Like, he – He never tried in the main. Put it that no, way. Not once. Not one time. Like, he put in a 58 one time. That's it. Steve, Steve thinks so. that he's just filling a gate and he shouldn't even be out there. Like, someone should say, you know what? You shouldn't race because you don't, ride, you don't race the main. And I said, those guys have to beat him to get in. Yeah, he, absolutely. That's, and that's I keep trying I to tell Steve. I mean, and trust me, I would love to have that spot. But I, keep trying I know to, that I have to beat him to get it. And that's I keep trying to works. tell Steve, he is better than them in the heat race. He's better than them racing yep. right now. I'm just he mad. He straight up pulled away from me. There's nothing I can say but that. I know everything. I'm just mad. I'm I just do. I'm angry. And, and yeah, maybe, maybe it comes across that way. So I mean, uh, how do you think I feel? I mean, <laughs> I'm the one that got beat and pulled away from. And then, you know, like you, if he doesn't try in the main event, obviously I don't like it, but. It's my responsibility to step up and beat him, and okay. if I don't, then whatever. Dude, I thought That's you were his prerogative, a, I guess. I thought you were going to. I'm sure his, his his sponsors are the one that really have the you know the place to say something, not not me. I thought you were going to do really good this weekend after watching seeing you on track walk when you walked by with your hair. Your hair was looking phenomenal, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. No. I'm just trying to bring the whole package together. This... I was almost there this weekend, but. You know, it's coming. Hey, dude, do me a favor. Keep that, keep that high and tight like that for the pool because the ladies will love it. No, I'm hanging out with you this summer. I want to see the Rocky look back. I got to see the beanie and the beard because that worked before. Let's do it again. Hey, um, you wanna, hey but by the way, you're, you're ahead questions? of Jeff Alessi in points, though. Yeah, he's made three main events. You've made one, and you have more points. Just saying. Yeah. Okay. No, I know. Uh, yeah. You want to answer some questions from some fans? Yeah, sure. All right, what do we got there, producer Pete? All right, uh, Scott Perry asks, "Did the universes get Mookie?" The universes? Yes. Oh the universes. man. Um, Why would universes get him? It had nothing to do with the lessies. Uh, Mookie didn't have anything to do with the lessies. Yeah, I, I think he's just saying karma in general. Karma, universes, oh, karma. Um, it's all all the same. No, no, I think you can only use universes when it comes to the lessies because Tony really does <laughs> okay. does believe in. Yeah, that but he's kind of cross relating, you know. I mean, right. he's using. I, I don't know. I liked it. I like the question. Thank you. Or thank okay. uh, that guy. Well, we really don't know if the universe has got Mookie because we have no way of proving the universes are real. <laughs> so, Did karma get Mookie? 
We have no problem. All we, right. we don't know about karma. Kay. We can't. We can't even. All right, karma. fine. Moving on. Yes. Please. Uh, the Spags asks, "Who has the better chance of getting near McGrath seventy-two wins, Villapoto or Stewart?" Uh, well, Villo just got his twenty. No, Villo's at nineteen. Stewart's at forty. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Stewart. I think MC's totally safe. I think MC's safe. JT? He just said getting closer to it. Oh, yeah, uh, Stuart. Okay. Yeah, I think neither one of them are going to get close. Hey, That's not a dig at either one of them. It's just right. <clears throat> with the way the competition is now and you've got guys about to move up that are really talented, I, I just don't see it happening, honestly. Can I tell you an MC story from the weekend? I'm sure you're going to. You're the host. Uh, he, was, uh, he was there. His team wasn't there. Shorty's going to be off for maybe a week or two. And he was there hanging out, and we were eating uh, macaroni grill at the Honda truck. Oh, very, go figure. Very tasty. Thank you, go Honda, figure. for that. Go figure. And uh, Hard loading. He, uh, he walked by, and we said, what's up? And then he just sat down, and we had a nice 20-minute conversation with MC. He must have been bored. And, and I just want to say once again that – Class act, the greatest guy. Yeah, thank you. Of course. Thank you. What a, what, what a guy MC is. Uh, just, just a great guy. Steve. No, it's not that. It's not. It's not that. And then well, you know what else was funny? Listen to this. You got so, some brown stuff on your nose. Wipe it off. Says says the guy. Um, uh, that's funny. You won't even talk to one of our callers because he insulted your demigod. Your your, your no. It your wasn't that. Jesus. It was it, I, it's the reason um, why I don't talk to here's the guy. The, here's part two of the question of the story. Why do you cut me off when I'm trying to explain? Here's part this. two of the story. The fans were in the pits, not full, but still a lot of fans. He got up from us. Said, "See you later, guys," and we watched him walk away. And sign autographs. No. And not one guy stopped him or looked at him. Now, uh, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you want to f- smash cut to, to fif- 10 years ago, and, you know, he can't walk. To- it's just funny how that works. That's all. JT, right? Yeah, but you got to realize most of those people in the pits probably um, probably too young to even really, you know. They, uh, they weren't around in his prime. so if you, They would say, just like, I mean, I don't care if it's Chad Reed. They would probably know who it is, but a lot of them probably wouldn't. But if MC had a jersey on with McGrath on the back with number two, they'd go, McGrath! That'd be awesome if we yeah, did that. Yeah, totally. They yeah. know the name, but yeah. that's I mean, what Brooks, those, those that's people why, weren't around to know. You know right. That's yeah. why Brooks it's gets so... It's a different so, era now. Brooks gets so pissed when people call him Brooks. Like, hey, Brooks! Right. He would go, back in the name. my name's Larry. Like, you don't know me. Don't. <laughs> uh, no, I just, I just want to say once again, MC, class act. I don't think there's any doubt about that. All right. Okay. Uh, Jarrett Rockley asks, if... The AMA would have given RV a penalty. What would it have been? Probably in the past they've done it by seconds. They would have done a five-second penalty they've done in the past, and that might have been enough for James to get him. I don't know. I have to look at the, at the sheets. They but would have had, had a, uh, a stop and go in the mechanics yeah. area. Yeah, that's it. It would have been five seconds. They, they don't normally do – they do time. Hey, JT, am I right? I think I am. Yeah, the only, the only thought I had other – you know, and I agree with what you said. The only thought I had on top of that – um, was that I think it really changed the tone of the race. So, like, James, obviously, you know, there was there was an impending battle, I felt like, coming. Yes. Like, James was closing. Yeah. And then when he had to roll and Ryan didn't, like, was that was over. it. it was you know what I mean? Over, like, yeah. all that work he had done was negated and the race was over. Like, he was yeah. just like, well, there goes that, you know. No, and it, it just totally changed the race. It was shaping up to be... To be a great race, and and even I was surprised RV went for that um, that move so early in the turn after the finish. That was a little early to go for that move. Yeah, uh, don't you think, JT? 
Yeah, I thought it was a little yeah. premature. Yeah, um, for sure. He lost some time. I think he could have, yeah, he could have maybe, maybe tried it a little bit later and made it work, but. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, he, he's been trying. He's been working the whole race to get there. Any opportunity to, to go for it, he probably just took it. Yeah, it was going to be good though. Yeah, bummer. What did you think of the decision about uh, RV? Uh, Kenny here, my steam co-host, says the AMA guy had a monster claw on his on his uniform that was making that decision. Hence, that's the deal. But what, what's your thoughts on that? I thought it was borderline either way, and they made a call to not do anything. Yeah, I mean, I hate to. I hate to even have an opinion because you're just going to get blasted either way. But I don't know. I watched the replay and I felt like I felt like he could have not jumped it. Uh, but I, I've been in that spot before too. And unless you're really paying attention, like you're such in a zone in that in that point, right. and sometimes you like literally don't see it. Like the last thing you're looking for in the middle of a main event is a is a red, is the like that light. Like you're not looking for it. So, like, when we all see it, we see the crash happen, and we're looking for the light, and we're looking for him. We're looking at a totally different perspective than he is. He's just in the middle, you know what I mean? Like, he's right. zoned in, like, yep. everything he can do to go faster. He's not looking at a stupid light on the side of the track. So. Well, and, and it could have been his mechanic just trying to cover for him, but Mike Williamson told me after the race, we tell him all the time, he just looks forward. He, look, he has tunnel vision. He, he doesn't look far enough ahead in the track, and we tell him, I mean, he could have been just, you know. No, that's, yeah, that, that's a true, I mean, that's a, definitely could be possible. It's right. really hard. Like when you're zoned in, you're not worried about anything else. Right. Like half the time, I don't even see my pit board because I, you know what I mean. You're so focused on what you're doing. Yeah. Um. You know, I could have seen it go, go either way with Dame's decision, and in, in that situation, I would rather them err on the side of not changing the race right. result mm -hmm. than the other way. You know. Yeah. Less less interaction so, is so better, Kenny, in my opinion. So Kenny would be wrong in his theory about the series. Sponsor. Well, I don't think the AMA AMA doesn't really care about Monster. No, I well, felt yeah. that's a different story. But AMA, yeah. they, okay. I don't think they really they, care. But who 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 mm. makes who makes that decision? John Gallagher, Kevin, Kev, Kevin Crowder. Kevin Crowder made that one apparently. Oh really? So they the, so yeah. See that whole thing is shady in my eyes. Kevin makes this call sometimes, but Kevin can make that call. But I think Kevin supersedes everybody. Okay, so yeah, Kevin, Kevin Kevin has the final say. Okay, Kevin makes that call, but the week before the the starting gate incident with uh, Alessi, John Gallagher made because Gallagher didn't see the triples, and so Crower made the call. Dude, they have this shit called video. Okay, video. Well, all right. I didn't know they had video anymore. I thought it was all just still wind up cameras with birds. It's it's bullshit. Whatever. It is what it is. Okay. I do. The only thing I do agree with with Kenny's side is that. One hundred percent. He definitely had time to see it. There's no way to argue that by watching the video. He had time to see it. Right. But, but I've been in that spot and not seen it before. Let me so. ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let's say it's uh, Josh Hansen or Nick Way or you know Kyle Chisholm or a dude like that or Davy Millsaps. Do you think if there's any controversy that's going to happen, do you think they would dock or penalize them or do whatever they have to do? <laughs> For sure they well, do. I, sure I agree with you that they're scared to change title implications. Yeah, yeah, for sure they Like do. after the Ricky deal with the gas stuff, like they took so much heat. Yeah, and rightfully you know, so from everyone for that. Oh, rightfully so. so. No, that's right. bullshit. No, it's bullshit. Oh, if it's you're Ricky, gonna... oh, so Ricky, we can't say anything. No, Rick... not not yeah. Ricky. I'm just saying, if you're going to enforce those rules, you need to enforce them for the guy that's number nine eighty five in the pits. They did enforce them to everybody except for Ricky, and that was bullshit. No, I'm talking about jumping. If they're going to do that to Villapoto, they if they're going to if they're going to let him slide on that one, if there's any any question in the fact 
they're just they're going to dock some other guy, but they're not going to penalize Villapoto because he's the champ, and it was too questionable. Well, that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know what I honestly feel like they should have done? I think they should have penalized in five seconds, and it wouldn't have changed anything, but at least they could have covered their <laughs> what, ass a what little if, bit. What if it was four-second victory and they penalized them three? You know what I mean? Like a three second. Right. Yeah, three second. Um, <laughs> uh, any more questions? Yeah, I got a few. Okay, let's let's run these things okay. down. Uh, Carl Strickland asks, is it true that Hanny had a mid-season get-out-of-contract clause? Why did you say that? I had to deal with this all week. To make your week tough. <laughs> no, he doesn't have a mid-season. <laughs> right. Kenny just says stuff. Like, one of these times he's going to start talking about <laughs> unicorns. or Just like I said that stuff about Partridge. Partridge's my guy, dude. I believe in Partridge. He's going to do Only because you know he listens to the show. Oh, yeah. That's the only reason I said it. Yeah. Partridge knows where he's at. He knows He knows, He knows. knows where, where, where our, our relationship clippy, leads clippy. me. Did you do that to him? I've done it to him. Clippy he didn't like clippy. it. Producer, get cut loose. Well, I said, do you want to be one and done? And he's like, hell no. I said, well, let's get on it. He knows what he Watson, has to do. Watson's famous line from back in the day to the guys, clippy, clippy. If you screwed up, that was it. All right. Uh, Kenny Maddox asks, whatever happened to Tim Ferry? Whatever happened to them? Well, I mean, let me tell you. The, yeah. Where do you start? <laughs> I mean, one of the greatest riders of all time. One of the superstars. And, uh. You know, just retired. Retired on top, too. I like that. He retired on top. He went 13-7 <laughs> at Steel City and went out a hero. You know? Okay. Damn boots cost him his career. <laughs> oh. Oh, dear. Bebo won't care. He won't care now. He's the only oh, one that's going to come back. You know, I got, some, I got some flack for the Bebo thing that we talked about. I just want to make it clear. Flack from who? X-Brand Goggles is a terrific goggle company, and they sponsor our show. Rich Taylor, Kyle Chisholm, Mike Alessi may or may not be using the frames. Um, but... Uh, I have nothing against 100% goggles. I have nothing against that. But uh, the goggles themselves are fine. We just had a problem, a little bit of problem with Bevo. And, yeah, that's sort of got. My, my deal is? People um, are taking it like we're bagging on 100%. I'm, no way, 100%. Right. I, I back 100%. Shenzi's there. You don't know I, Shenzi. But I back. This is my, what yeah. my deal is. When that gentleman, Bevo Forte, worked at Scott, I worked for a company called Utopia Optics the first year, and it was coming out. And we went and got like two or three of the of the Scott athletes that rode for us and paid them good money to come ride for us. Of course, they were going for the money, and they left. Maybe the Scott goggles were a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Bevo came up to me and just drilled me about loyalty to a sponsor and – how the gog this gog there's only one goggle that's standalone in this company that will always be and no other goggle will ever compare to it. It's the best thing ever. And my deal with him was, hey, we have a pie, okay? Yeah. yeah. There's one big pie. What kind of pie though? Apple. Ooh, Ooh, apple, apple pie. With ice cream? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, you love that shit. And then <laughs> I said, I think there's enough of that pie where everyone can get a piece of it if everyone does it the right way, okay? You, there's just not Fords on the road. You have Chevys, you have Dodges, you have everything. So what is the difference in moto? I mean, you're, you're trying to monopolize the whole deal, and it's not right. And he pretty much said, you're a clown. You're never going to make it. Come talk to me in three years when you guys are out of business. So I kind of took that to heart. Like, I was part of the, bar the brand when it started. Carry heart. And I was kind of pissed off. And uh, how, how yeah, does that okay. happen? Well, we're Wait, I wanted focus, to watch this. Focus, how does the caution truck focus. catch on fire? All right. Sorry, you guys. <laughs> but I get sidetracked really easy. But what I'm trying to get at is I took that really personal, and 
I seen Bevo this weekend, and he went to work for 100% goggles. And I was like, huh, okay. I'm pumped for 100%. I like Ludo. You know, I like Mark. I like all those dudes. I think the, the I've known, I knew Julian. I used to live down the street from Julian, the, the, one, the founder of 100%. I was a right. little kid going by that guy's house, and he was giving me stickers, you know. Because you I, always gave it 100% when I, as a kid. I backed 100%, like, right. to the day. So I go to Bebo this weekend. I said, hey, I seen your, uh, your video on, um, you know, online when you were talking about the 100% the goggle. And you really didn't educate yourself too well about it. You said it has triple foam. You really foam. said that to him? Yeah. Like to his face? Yeah. Wow. And, and uh, he was like, hey, wow. you know, I have, we have 60 years of experience between Scott Watanabe and myself. And we're bringing that knowledge over to yeah. To 100%. So I said, so just you guys bringing that knowledge, does that make you going to, is that going to take you past Oakley and Scott and all X the rest and of the X brand? X brand and all the rest of the goggle companies? And he goes, we'll see. I said, okay, perfect. Yeah. No hard feelings to Bevo. Right. But I just didn't appreciate him telling me that and then him jumping ship. It's just typical yeah. industry mumbo jumbo. These guys are just so. You know, yeah. when you work for a brand, it's the best. But all of a sudden, you know, you're you're not there tomorrow. It's like back in the day yeah. when I had this uh, this great job and everyone was coming to me. Well, then I didn't have that job. Two years later, I'd walk through the pits. Yeah. People wouldn't even say hi to me. I didn't say hi to you. I don't blame you. Yeah. But those same people that don't say hi to me then, I don't say hi to them now because you know what? They're not even around. So, hey, if you're listening to the show. I hey, know everything. Hey, those guys that weren't around back then, if you're listening now. JT, were you one of those guys? Uh, no, nah, I didn't really. I, I've been the same to Kenny as I was then. Right. Do you know why? Anything else? You know why JT was like that Two for questions. me? questions. Because he knew I was an easy fish to take his, my money playing poker. Yeah. He didn't want to see me go anywhere. <laughs> no, that's, that was, we're not, that was screaming. I, never, I don't think I ever beat you. We're not going to sell out for this pilot. <laughs> we're not going to take the money from the pilot and then just, you know, at all. Nothing. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. All right, uh, Ben Haynes says, what are the chances of Ben Townley being Reed's fill-in writer for the outdoors, assuming uh, Reed doesn't We've got a lot of questions back. for Chad Reed tonight. We'll have to ask ask him. I don't know. They said he's going to re- reevaluate him right. and maybe decide what he's going to do. Right. So that would be a good one. But he, Townley's contracted to ride Nazi, and I think some nationals conflict. Uh-huh. So there's no way he can do all of it. Okay. So All right, last one is from Bo Colligan. He says, if they both get good starts – who wins, Baggett or Roxon? Kenny? JT, what do you think? JT. Um, Baggett or Roxon? Did, did you say Baggett or Roxon? That, yeah. that was his question. What about Barsha? I don't, I don't really understand the Wasn't question. Wasn't in the question, bro. Well, it's not to say that Barsha's not a factor. He just wants to know if you're comparing Baggett between or Between those two or between, actually just, winning just the race? Just between those two, who does okay. better? Assuming they both uh, get I take Roxon between those two. Just from what I've seen so far, Baggett yeah. turned it around from this weekend, but yeah, uh, just so far mm-hmm. I would take I would take Roxon. Kenny, me too. Roxon wrote yeah, good. Yeah, Roxon's a man. Did you? Yeah, we'll talk to him. We'll talk to him, and uh, I think I think someone threw a tweet out there about he hit the gate so early because he was trying to get to Chipotle to get a coke. <laughs> he, wanted, he wanted that race to win quick. Um, you, know, awesome. you know what's really cool? Just a little story about Roxon. Yeah, uh, I'd never really talked to Roxon before. Yeah, but. At Anaheim last year, um, 
he can't like I, I said, you know, you know, good luck, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm sure you're nervous, but you'll be you'll be good, whatever. When was this? And uh, the- uh, Anaheim is yeah, like but, his first Supergirl. Yeah, but like when during the night show before the night show? No, 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 like before before practice or whatever. Oh, okay, all right. Just when everybody's you know mellow, right. and uh, he's like, yeah, man, I, you know, I watched your race all the time in Germany, and you know, grew up watching your race, whatever. And I like for a guy that at his level, winning motocross nations, winning world titles, whatever, to like think that he was looking up to me at certain points, you know what I mean? Like, when I was right. winning in Germany all the time, like, it was super cool. It made me, like, I was really pumped. So, yeah, ever awesome. since then, I've always kind of, like, cheered for him a little bit. That's a great story. Yeah. That's awesome well, story. Teared, I'm teared it up. just made me feel I'm good, because up. I don't really get that a lot, like, you know what I mean? Like, not most people, most people aren't like, oh, man, you're killing it, you know what I mean? It's always like, oh, well, the drug good job in the LCQ, you got smoked in the main event. Hey, that, you know, the, the, car, the drug cartel guy in, where were you at? He thought you were rad. Yeah. Guatemala, yeah. Guatemala. Anything yeah, else? Super that's pumped. it. Producer Pete, that's it? That's it. That is the uh, Tweet at Pete segment. Tweet at Pete. I Pete, like it. Sponsored by BTOsports.com. Hey, we're going to take our first commercial break of the night on the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. We're going to come back with Chad Reed, Team 2-2 rider, and we will uh, ask all those questions that you dine to know. JT, stick around. Uh, watch the rest of this race on TV, and we'll get you back on probably after Reed for, uh, for some analysis and some thoughts on stuff. Okay, I'll be here. Will that work? Yep, I'll be all here. Right. Thanks, guys. Uh, Hey, everybody, thank you for listening, and we will see you in about 10 minutes. This is Jackie Wilson, mother of Monster Pro Circuit's Jean Wilson, and are you all listening to the Pulpa Mix Show? And remember, if it's not Scottish, it's crap. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Hey, race fans, thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. We here at BTOsports.com want you to remember that BTO Sports is the world leader in aftermarket parts, gear, clothing, and accessories for all things moto. And BTO offers free shipping on all orders within the continental U.S. that are $85 or greater. And free shipping on international shipments over $7.99. BTO Sports stands behind the sport to the fullest by supporting riders from amateurs all the way up to the BTO Sports Suzuki professional race team. BTO supports the moto lifestyle because the moto community supports BTO. With great customer service, all the products you want and need, there's no reason to be going anywhere else but BTOsports.com for the best service, pricing, and after-purchase care in the industry. Remember, you can save on your order by typing into the code MATHES, that's M-A-T-T-H-E-S, before you check out for great savings. So take your Pulp MX coupon code and head over to BTOsports.com now for all your motocross shopping needs. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting hole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy build. Skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radiator braces, and more. Works Connection is the company that is killing it in Northern California and proud to be a sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. As a matter of fact, enter Pulp MX on checkout and save 20% off your order. Thank you.
Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dionese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX-8, and AX-8 EVO. The AX-8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX-8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX-8 EVO. Check them out at agv.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins, more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation in American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. Fly Racing is moto passion defined. From Trey Kennard and Andrew Short to amateurs, our designers and sales staff, even the crew in the warehouse, we live and breathe racing. 2012 introduces our best line ever, but don't take our word for it. Tell us about the new signature carbon F2 helmet, Andrew. It was cool to have some input on the designs, and I already really liked the helmet because it was lightweight and safe, but now that the graphics represent what I wanted, it's pretty cool to race in it. How about that 2012 Evolution and Kinetic Racewear? The Evo stuff, I wear it in Supercross. It's a little more high-end because of the looks, and it's a little more heavy-duty, but the Kinetic stuff I love for outdoors because it's lightweight, and it feels like it vents a little better. I go mostly off function for uh, what I choose to race in. How's the durability? You know, over the years, they've improved tremendously, and they never settle, and that's what I like about the gear. Fly Racing is distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. How about those guys, Andrew? Western's a cool company. They're great people. That's what I want to be surrounded with, but they love to ride, and they're passionate about the sport. You know, it's cool to see that translate into a product and a company, and what they stand for. Follow Fly Racing in the social media sphere at facebook.com slash flyracing or twitter.com slash flyracingusa. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 
15% off your next order. So go to TechOneDesigns.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top writers like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out thexbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Welcome back to the show, the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Fly Racing, Works Connection, AGB Helmets, Vivin Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, and Rockford Fosgate's on this week. Yeah, Rockford. Not just this week, forever. Do you know how good that, yeah, they're brand new this week. Do you know how good Van Halen would sound coming through Rockford Fosgate? Amps and speakers? Anything and sounds good through Rockford Fosgate, just not Van Halen. No, Van Halen would sound extra special. And thanks to Kicker Bob, by the way. Van Halen. Van Halen would not Van Hagar. Our listener, Kicker Bob, sent, sent me a uh, Van Halen mug, coffee mug. Thank you, Kicker Bob. Appreciate it. And we had another listener, producer, who sent the CD in. Ooh. That's, somebody sent a CD of the new Halen. It was very yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, it was uh, Blaine Bet. Yeah, Blaine. Thanks. Uh, thanks for sending me the new David Lee Roth CD, uh, despite the fact that I, that I bag on David Lee Roth every show for Van Halen. But that's, that's the, the thought that counts. So... I uh, appreciate that. Let's uh, let's get our next guest on the line. Kenny, what's the status with uh, Hill? Still looking like uh, after Daytona? Yeah, after some Daytona, maybe Indy, maybe Toronto. Okay. Uh, he's uh, It's just going to be a slow Dude, process. Is it, is it just me, or are you pushing it? Is it something going on, something wrong? We want him to be ready. Okay. <laughs> well... Certainly, uh, like you know, some people aren't ready. Uh, and no, I'm just joking. He he just wants to be 100. Uh, everyone's like, hey, 
uh, you always say, you know, you're giving people stuck crap right. about them coming back. What about Hill? He Hill was ready. It, what happened to him was he was ready as he's going to be. He didn't race for a year. So he came back and he had a, a crash and it broke his leg. It didn't happen to this. It wasn't the same injury. He was ready as he was going to be to go racing. He could have sat out another month. He would have been just as ready a month later uh, than he was then. Hot sauce? Ivan Tedesco? Uh, hot sauce is a big question mark right now. Oh. He might have to have another surgery on his finger maybe. That's not going right. Yeah, so we're going to see. He goes back to the doctor next Thursday. Um, they're going to take the pin out, and mm -hmm. we're going to see what happens. All right. Yeah, it should be, uh, should be interesting. Interesting. Hey, uh, look for uh, the auction for H&H &H, uh, to come on, the, uh, to come on the, uh, the Magical Mystery Tour, Salt Lake City and Seattle. Um, we're going to pick that up this week. You haven't put it up yet? No. Why? Um, it's too hey, listeners, I threw it out there. Now this lazy guy won't get off his butt and do it. So Dude, it's just he's just so busy. He's I'm, just so I'm busy. Just look for that. We're so also busy. doing another cooler giveaway, and uh, and thank you for that. We've got another listener that's going to step up, buy another cooler, and uh, we're going to auction that thing off, or not auction off. He's going to buy it, and money's going to go to Road to Recovery on that. So we're going to have a, a cooler, and then uh, this magical mystery trip on eBay. I'm going to do that this week. Uh, producer, what's going on? Chad requested uh, five minutes. Okay. He has to move to a quieter room. And he's probably in this massive estate that he has. It, and he is. He's yeah. on his crutches and everything like that. So it may Oh, and everything like minutes. that. He's at Astafin's yeah. huge mansion. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's, oh, been, he's been staying at oh, Steve's he's, ever he since he got home. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I thought, he was, I thought he was doing that. So, uh, anyways, getting back to the race, Kenny. Um, how about that? What do you think of the track? I, I like that. That wall was really – people were complaining about it, and uh, I thought it was pretty good. Seems like the, everyone's going to complain about the track one way or another anyways. I think uh, the track was challenging. I wasn't a big fan of that the way they had the sand, but, hey, it's a, it's a motocross track. And you know what? You, these guys are professional riders, and they have to adapt, and they need to, you know, adapt to the track. And you What know, did you like about the sand? What was the matter? I, I don't know. It, it just didn't seem – it just seemed like it took the flow out. Like, you yeah. know, it just slowed them down so much. Whenever, whenever they put it in corners, it always gets the one line and jacked yeah. up. But I thought the best thing they could do is put it. I liked it. I thought it was original. And then the dragon back section. That was cool. Like going, it was like an excite bike thing. Up yeah. the dragon back, on, on. And then uh, it was crazy all the way because, over. like, that's where we had the, mo the most problem with our setup. Um, if you watch the top three or four guys, their bikes were just, you know, they would jump on it and their bikes would settle and they could get that drive straight out where a lot of guys were, you know, Right. Hitting it and getting side to side, yeah. the fast guys were just driving right through it. I thought the Yamahas, were, I thought the JGR bikes worked really, really well. Really? Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, if you go back and watch it, watch how fast those guys are driving off that section. Um, and that was a really technical section. Well, it's funny you say that, and you're absolutely right because when you watch the unseated guys, yeah, they struggled with that. They struggled going on on the dragon, on the table, and then I yeah. mean, never mind jumping the whole thing like James and a few other guys were doing. They struggled to, to complete the section, and that you really saw the difference between seated guys and unseated guys yeah, in that section. For it, sure, it was for uh, sure. it was pretty gnarly. Yeah. Um, so does Barsha have this thing? I mean, is he fifteen points? You, you can't say he 15, has it. Fifteen no, points. Look what happened to Tomac. You can't. It's dirt bike racing. Anything could happen at any time. Yeah. And he's pretty reckless Glad he out looks there. Looks good though. He does, but <laughs> he's he's hitting the ground, dude. He's not like riding them clean. Yeah. He's taking big chances. He's doing, you know. Uh, anything right. could happen. Right. I think once Kenny Roxon gets in there um, and gets a couple more races, I think he's going to, you know, be up there for some race wins. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, I don't think Barsha's that guy that settles. I think he just wants one thing and one like thing only gets, to like, win. Like he could hit the ground trying to win so bad. Instead of being like, hey, I'm going to take second, 
and only lose three points. That's what I think. I, I I don't really know that guy at all. I just watch him. He's dude. Six, and he, I don't think he. I I just don't think. Him. I just don't think he has too many friends that are out on the track. I think he he has a lot of. <laughs> he he's not afraid to bump people, and uh, he agree. gives him the bam bam. And I I think that uh, someone's might retaliate on him and, and give him the bam. Yeah, and that could be it. Could be game over. You know, never right. know. You give him the bam, blows the radiator off, or yeah. you know, he falls down, and tweaks his ankle, or just something stupid could happen. Yeah. That's why I don't think he needs to ride like that and, and make enemies out on the track. I just don't think it's that that that's smart for of him to do that. But hey, um, who am I? <laughs> who am I? Uh, Kevin Windham, two hundred main events. It's awesome. That was awesome. Which do you think, if you ask Windham, his most memorable main event out of two hundred, what do you think he would say? I asked him after this race. After the race. The mud race win in Anaheim? No. Win? Outdoor? Was it an outdoor supercross race? Yeah, well, 200 main events, so it's not going to be outdoors. Um, Daytona? No. 97 when he's 125 guy. Charlotte. Really? He's 125 rider. He beat all the 250 guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant his – yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Right? That's, yeah. what, he, that's what he said. It, it was muddy, uh, mud race. It, it was his first career yeah. win, too. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay. Hey, let's get to our next guest, uh, Team 2-2. Uh, on the sidelines, Team 22's lead rider, Chad Reed. Reedy, what's up? What's up, guys? Hey, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Um, no problem. Just a lot of disappointed people this weekend, a lot of disappointed fans. I'm sure nobody was more upset than yourself, though. <laughs> Definitely was uh, a little different watching it from, uh, you know, from San Diego. But, yeah. um, you know, thumbs and breaks. What are, you, what are you doing? You know, I mean, I've been pretty lucky through my career. I mean, most riders have all had. Right. knee problems at some point and i've been real lucky that i've been able to avoid it this long but it's got me and you know just uh i mean in all honesty even if my knee wasn't got done my other injuries would help me out from this yeah. weekend anyway so what um we're, we're, we're over a weekend what what hurts the most on you what needs the most attention to you uh you did ribs you did a tib fib you did a knee and you did your back so uh what was yeah the- i mean the i think the tib fibs kind of hurting the most um or at least you know, everyone tells me that the ACL has no uh, pain fibers in it, but okay. I feel like I want to punch whoever <laughs> says that in the face because <laughs> my, my knee hurts. Right. And uh, so I, I guess I put it down to all the other injuries. Um, my, you know, my tib fib break. It's it's not that I broke my tib fib. Um, mm-hmm. They're 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 all very related to the um, blown out knee. I mean, uh, when you do ACL and and all the rest, um, it's a very common. Um, yeah. you know, injury to, to to sustain is a broken tib fib at the top. So uh, I gotta say, when yeah, you, if you do it, do it right. You know, when you went down, and I said this last week, because you've crashed pretty gnarly. We all know the Millville crash, but besides that, the 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 Detroit one and a few other. Over, I really thought I was like, that's a bad crash, and like if that's somebody else, I'm like they're probably not getting up. But and I'm not just saying this to you know because you're on the show, but I thought you were getting up. I'm like, you know what? I bet you he gets up. I bet you he gets up. But pretty much right away, did you realize, oh, no, I'm done? I mean, immediately it hurt. Um, you know, I, I guess I want to clarify. A lot of people think that my boot got caught on the peg or the foot peg or right. um, or the shifter or whatever. What actually happened was, you know, I mean, as soon as I went off the ramp, I, you know, I hit a little bit of a kicker. I was a little bit offline of what I normally would have been, those yellow flag out. Um, you know, just, I mean, I totally made a mistake. You know, I, yeah. I, I got to the turn, changed up my line because of the yellow flag, seeing that the yellow flag wasn't necessarily a rider down, um, or at least in the way. So then, you know, last second I, I pulled the trigger and went for it and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it just kind of hit middle of the jump. It had a little bit of a kicker. 
and then uh, right away, I mean, the thing just blew through, and I just felt yeah. it, you know. So I just uh, immediately I tried to shift up to third, you know, to get that get the wheel spinning faster so that I wouldn't go over the bars, um, and it just didn't do it. And then obviously when I crashed, it threw me forward, and then um, yeah, somewhere between all that, my foot actually did go down, and it stayed underneath the shifter, and then it mm-hmm. like actually got caught between the shifter and the um, and the what am I thinking of? The foot peg. Yeah, the, the kind of. Um, I saw somebody said they had a photo. They saw a photo that had you know the rubber tip on a Honda work shifter. There's a rubber tip there. That tip. Well, is... yeah, those uh, those 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 rubber tips are like pretty much impossible to to take on and off. Yeah. And um and somehow I ripped that thing like clear 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 off. So, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Um, yeah. Because when I was uh you know when I got done flipping, um you know immediately my knee hurt, but. You know, I mean, it's a championship, and you, and you can't. You know, there's no time to lay on the ground. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was struggling to get my breath, and um, I, I unhooked my foot, and then you know, got to my feet, and then immediately when I got to my feet, I was struggling to breathe, and then uh, I just, you know, tried to try to calm it down, calm it down, and then I, when I went to kind of walk to try to get on the bike, it just wasn't <laughs> even going to happen. So it was painful at that point. I just, it was like the whole world stopped, and then you just. You know, you just you seen it. You know, you seen right. that the championship was over and my season was over. Right then and there, I knew that there was something wrong. I knew that I wouldn't be back for at least Supergross. Watson, you know what I found the most amazing thing that Chad just said What's was that? that as he was seat bouncing and the thing was blowing through, he tried to grab third to help the bike <laughs> momentum. Right? That's nuts. Uh, I would have been looking for the E button. <laughs> you the were like, eject button. "Oh crap, third! Let me get." A the part button. of me now, I, I wish I had a look for the E button. I guess, <laughs> but I mean, you you know, you try to. Um, Try to ride it out. Now, yeah. You know, it was crazy, Chad. We were, it was, uh, I was with Steve and Carrie and Clark and Button, and we were all on watching. And when you crashed, like, it was like everyone was screaming, Yeah, go! And it was totally loud in the in the box. And as soon as you went down, it was like dead silence. And then mm. you could hear Steve going, He's getting up, he's getting up, he's getting up. And I'm like, Steve, you should go down there. He's like, No, no, no. And then all of a sudden, I turned around, and all he's doing is seeing Astafin running. Yeah running but the crazy thing was like we were looking at it and like the whole time it looked to us like you were going to get up and and i'm just like it's crazy like you've had like steve said you have a lot of more dirty crashes than that but that's just dude that that i that. mean even my millville crash you know like oh, yeah. my millville crash it's like you shouldn't walk away from that yeah and, no, no. and you know and then you have an over the bars i mean i, I don't want to say it was just an easy simple over the bars but i mean it's just it's all a, it's all a timing, you know. It's just the right place, wrong time, or wrong place, wrong time, or whatever it is. And um, you know, look at Mookie's crash this weekend. I mean, that's that's a career ender right there. You know, yeah. that's a yeah, that that's gnarly. a crash. You know, catching your head going into that, like into that thing like that, that mm-hmm. that, that puts ends to careers right there really fast. And, People were saying, uh... you know, he just he just landed the wrong way. You know, should I say he he landed the right way, got his neck turned and and tucked enough and. But yeah, that could have been nasty. It's crazy because people are saying, "What happens if that was in a normal rhythm section?" <laughs> you know what's what no- I mean? What's what normal? Yeah, what's yeah normal? exactly. Right. That's what I, like people are like asking me, like, "Do you think if Chad didn't land in the sand, he'd be worse off?" I'm like, "Oh, you're talking about Chad? I thought you're talking about movies, yeah, yeah, yeah." Oh, That's oh, what I was talking oh. about, and I'm like, uh, "The sand isn't that deep." <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> "It it hurts however you land." Um, yeah. 
So what's the plan? I, say, I think the sand, you know, and actually the sand is sometimes worse because it actually yeah. grabs you, you know. Yeah, right. Sucks sometimes you it's nice to sometimes it's nice to actually, you know, do a little bit of uh, you know, sliding or, or whatever and a little road rash is, is is okay, but you know, the sand grabs you and, and it tweaks you up pretty good. Hey, right before you crashed, like you guys were coming, um did was there there was like a, a slower rider in front of you? Did did you see I that guy? It was, uh, I mean, I don't know why the yellow flag was down. I knew that uh, one of the Alessis was down on to, on one side of the racetrack, but uh, I mean, at no point was it was it why I crashed. I mean, yeah. you know, the, the, we we deal with yellow flags and lappers, you know, a hundred thousand times a year, and um, it was just a yeah, just a mistake on my part. I, mean, I, I didn't just, know. You know I was caught up in the moment. I wanted to, you know, wanted to stick, you know, keep the pressure on and yeah. going for it and. Yeah, in all honesty, I mean, <laughs> I felt like I had him on the ropes. I felt like he was, you know, like I, he was making a lot of mistakes, and and you know, I felt like it was it was my you know my race to win. So, um, yeah, bummer. It was a great weekend. I've never been through practice and time qualifying, and you know, through a, a whole weekend where you just felt great from from the yeah. second you get on the racetrack. So, yeah. bummer, bummer to have that feeling and then end with the feeling that I ended with. So, well, on a positive note, it's better to walk you know you're injured yeah but at least you knew that you're doing good just imagine if it was a bad weekend and you struggled and then you crashed and got hurt you'd be like really yeah but at least it's giving you hope like i've never ridden better my team is awesome and right. i can't wait to get back on the bike i mean that's why I was and like, i think that you know like this you know like you know you've been through it enough and i'm a pretty strong believer in you know things happen for a reason for for good or bad um and i i believe that there's there's something that's going to come you know, better on the other side. And um, right now, the positive thing that I'm taking from it is before that crash, I was riding at my best, and, and I honestly believe that that I had what it took to, to win races and, and to win this championship. And mm-hmm. there's not, you know, not, there's not a part of me that doesn't believe that I could have got it done. So um, we were in great position. And, and with, you know, being on the fortunate side of, of winning the championship, I honestly think that it was it. That was it for me. It was it was going to be my last year. So, um, oh wow. I think the good that I take from it is that I really wasn't ready to be done, and I'm not ready to be done. And I've always had this crazy thought in my head that 30, I was going to retire. I was going to move on, and you know, like I I felt like the the, the clock was ticking and. I don't know. It's, it's it's not ticking. I feel better. I feel stronger than I've ever felt. And clearly, my riding's better than it's ever been. I'm comfortable on all of the bikes, you know, around the team. And so, mm-hmm. for me, I'm excited to get healed up and get back on a dirt bike and uh, do what I've always done and love it. Do we uh, do we know surgery on the knee? Anything? Any other surgery? Surgery. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, right now there's a, yeah, just surgery on the knee. Yeah. Uh, Thursday morning, I go for surgery. Mm. Um, and I guess that's probably the the worst thing is it's like broken bone or whatever you get in, get surgery and, you know, and it's your typical, you know, eight to 10 weeks and, and then you can get back on the bike. But, uh, this particular injury, I mean, they, you know, the doc wants me to get my swelling down as much as I can, try to get as much movement as I can. Cause I guess, you know, going into surgery, the best that you can coming out gives you a better, you know, faster, um, you know, yeah. way to get back on the road to recovery. So, um, having to wait this last, you know, kind of two weeks mm-hmm. to, you know, to have surgery just kind of sucks because I just feel like I'm sitting there and watching the clock tick over. And you know, I'm in California, the family's in Florida, and 
um, as as it worked out. I mean, I had to go to had to go to Indy for a trade show for Bell Ray, and you know, left on a Thursday, and you know, so I, I haven't seen the family in a while, and I miss them, and um, so yeah, I just ready to have surgery and you know get start get yeah. back to Florida and uh, start the start the rehab. Um, hey, so uh, yeah, hopefully heal up soon. Uh, you know, and and you know, we'll, we know that you're going to be attacking the rehab just as well as you uh, you know, attack the riding and all that. Uh, let's move on to Atlanta. Uh, light gate, red light gate with RV. Uh, you said some stuff on Twitter afterwards. You watched the race. You saw it. What do you think? Um, should there have been a five second penalty? Should there have been no penalty? What, what in your mind? What was the appropriate uh, response to that? Um, I mean, the the TV view from that we've seen on TV was wasn't a very good view. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I I played it back and forth a little bit. You know, actually during the race, not after the race, and and I haven't even I haven't gone online and seen anything. I just um, I just actually saw a post from you, and I wrote to you that I, right. I felt like the light was very red. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I've been in the situation where. You know, like the from a rider's point of view, there is you know at a at a certain point you're committing um, to the to the jump and and the way you're turning. Um, the the thing that I, you know, like there's actually a yellow light, a yellow flashing light that's right. in the turn that you can actually see from the rhythm section, um, and that flashes the same time as the red light, um, and you can see that that yellow light flashing um, as he's you know even entering the the turn. So that that would be my kind of where I throw up red flags a little bit is that, that the light was, you know, flashing in his face for, mm-hmm. for, for enough time for him not to commit to the jump. But, um, you know, uh, we all make mistakes and luckily he didn't land on anyone or didn't get hurt. And, um, you know, I mean, I don't even know how far James was behind, but I mean, you give him a five second penalty, is it really going to make a difference? I mean, I don't know. Right, so, right. Um, yeah, it would have been interesting because James was coming. It was going to be a good race. Uh, might have been James's best race of the year. He was, he was on it. Hey Reed, what do you think they do? Like I, I keep talking about this. Like, what do you think the AMA would do if it was Josh Hansen or Nick Way or Kyle Chisholm or something like that? If there was something that controversy. They they just would have set up, penalize him. No big deal. Yeah, I tend to agree with you here on this one, Watson. That I think. Uh, uh, that's the that's really the biggest thing that we I think we all have. To, issues with i mean everybody makes mistakes and everybody makes a judgment call on what's best for them and, and like i said you know without being an rv in an rv situation and you know maybe the light didn't flash he didn't see it i mean he maybe just made it an honest mistake but from an ama point of view it's always gray you know like they always right. seem to find themselves in in some kind of situation where they're not consistent and they're you know from top guys to number one guys to the back markers to the guys that they don't like to the, you know like it just seems like there's always a lot of you know they bring controversy on himself really so yeah it's so, been like that for years uh, though. i agree, yeah. I agree yeah. with you i think that if it's josh hansen or or somebody that you know doesn't necessarily get on great with the ama then, then maybe the call is a little different yeah i i, I agree and, it, and the crazy thing is it's just not this year it's been going on for years they've always alienated decades, they've, decades yeah they've decades. always <laughs> alienated that guy like if you're not a factory guy and if you're not one of those guys going for the championship they could give a rat's ass about you dude you know what i mean they they, yeah. they like to say oh we care about this guy we they don't give a shit uh yeah 702-586 I, mean, I like i like kevin and i like all those dudes but it's you know I I I was I kind of have a bad taste in my mouth over that whole Dallas start thing with Alessi too, so it's kind of just kind of bunk on my end, you know. Do you know what happened there, right? 
I don't. No. Well, if you if you go back and look at the Dallas race, Alessi is on the outside, and yeah. there's an empty gate next to him. And Josh Hanny was in the inside gate, and Josh came out of the rut a little bit. He moved his bike out of the rut because he was going right for the 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 tough block, so he moved it out. Well, Thule came by and said, "Hey, you have to be in the rut. Else you're going to get penalized. You're going to get penalized." So Hanny's just like, "All right." So they went back in the rut. Well, the time he got to the inside, the thirty second cart through the outside, the the card was up, and unless he's sitting straight in his gate, well, as soon as the card turned sideways or they got down to like eight seconds or ten seconds, he moves out and he lines up cross rutted, going across the empty gate, and tool times oh. behind him, pulling on his bike and like grabbing his arm. So Mike like turns his front wheel like he's trying to get back, and then just turns it straight and starts. That's how he got that start from the outside. And I'm wow. like, and I and I went to a video. I went with a video camera, and they're saying, "Oh, we're we're dealing with it." And I go, "But how can you, you know, tell my guy that that you're gonna, you know, penalize him, and then you fine him five hundred dollars?" My guy would, I'd pay five hundred dollars a weekend if we could do that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's, and I it's, and I think, uh, I mean, I don't obviously don't know the the AMA rule book, but. Uh, is there a rule that you have to start in a rule in yeah. the rut? Because yes. I know that yes. that, that seems like it's a new rule because, or at least a new rule over the last maybe. I think the first time I ever heard of that rule, and uh, you know, remember, I mean, we always go to Daytona. Remember, you always used to start on the sand, you know, yeah. like on the actual um, grass, yeah. and it used to get like super gnarly deep. Yeah, well, exactly. Like, you know, like I mean, my first year was 2002, like oh two, three, four, five. I mean, all those years, you know, in the main events, we started out of the rut because the rut was so gnarly and right. so deep. Yeah. And you got a good point so, there, like, it was always like a normal thing. And then I remember um, in 08 when it was raining, like super gnarly, um, you know, like I was, you know, like I was knee high deep in water. And then, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, and then the AMA guys, like literally like picking up my bike and putting me in the rut that I was trying to start out of. And yeah. I'm like, dude, what the, What are you doing? Like, I'm almost like ready to jump off. I'm ready to box with the guy, you know, yeah, like, yeah. let's go, you know, like don't touch me. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, so that was the first time that I've ever heard of it. And, and it seems like it's been like a consistent thing, but I mean, yeah, okay. You don't want to, you know, starting at an angle, but I believe that you should be able to start out of the rut if you want to start out of the rut. I yeah. Mean, I don't have a problem. You know, those, those ruts are not, you know, those ruts are never straight. They're never great. I mean, yeah. and then, like, what happens if some dude in the first, you know, qualifying race in the lights class, like, literally, like, you know, lines up full on, like, right down the middle of both gates and then puts a rut there? Like, you, are you going to make me start in that rut or am I, or do I get to start where yeah. I want to start? You know, yeah. so, I don't know. It's kind of weird. You uh, know, I talked to Tony about it and, you know, and I, I res what Tony told me, I respect because he, and he said, you know what? What Mike did wasn't right, but I'm going to give it to Mike. He's trying to get every advantage he can to do good. And that makes sense. I, I'm all about yeah. that. And I'm, I would want my guys to do the same thing. And we tried that, but we got caught. But, but you got caught and you got <laughs> aggressively put back in the spot where yeah. Yeah, unless he so, didn't necessarily get aggressively So put I was back like, okay, 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 I get it. But if you're going to do it to one guy, you got to do the next. And that's just yeah. what I'm saying. Same with Villapoto. And if it was, you know. No disrespect to JT, and I'm keep saying this, but uh, yeah. what happens if that was JT over the finish line and we're not Weston Pike? You know what I mean? The, right. whole, yeah. the AMA would have said, oh, oh, you know what I mean? Hey, let's talk about that a little bit. Is, is that not a joke? Uh, you know what? Honestly, I kind of side with the AMA on it, man. Seriously, because you, you side with the AMA because JT's mom. Yeah, but was, how do you side with it? Like, well, like we we are so dependent on the on the electronic um, yeah, things. The it's like, I mean, it, you know, like how many times? 
are we are riders you know split in practice by by a thousandth or a hundredth of a second? What do you want to go and see where he like takes right. the time from? I mean, wow. we're relying on that thing twenty four seven, and suddenly you're not. I don't know from the TV view that I saw. I, I mean, Weston comes out pretty clearly ahead of the guy. Like, if they were going for another lap, Weston was going to be leading going into that turn, right. you know? The uh, the AMA has three people, two scores, two manual scores. One of them was JT's mom, and they have the transponder loop, which is not at the top of the t- finish line because of uh, ruts and track maintenance. They can't put the, 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 the wires there because they get torn off. So the transponder is at, somewhere up the face of the jump, and then – so that had had Weston Pike ahead, but at the top of the jump, the two scores, JT's mom and another lady, and the finish line guy, all said, "Hey, Faith got it. Faith got it. They overruled the transponder, and <laughs> and because the transponder was not at the very top of the jump, and they, Faith was to the right, right, like away from the scores. Faith was on the score on the on the flag guy side, the inside. Yeah, the inside was Faith. So Faith was actually on the scoring side. Yes. That's that's why they saw it yeah. at that at See, angle. That's, I mean, see, that's and that's so unfair, right there. You know, totally. like right there, that flows. That's just. I mean, that's how you see it. I mean, if yeah. you got guys, right. I mean, if you got, if you got, you know, people that, if you if you're gonna call it like that, they they should have a GoPro or they should have something exactly. on the line. Well, now they and, do. And, and and do it like that because, dude, you can't. I mean, if people are going to cross exactly the same, I mean, yeah, of course the the scores are only going to see one guy. Right. You yeah. know, it's crazy. Like, I just think that I think. Pike got jacked, man, and totally. I'm not a big Pike fan at all. But right, uh, right. You know, I, I, I see. Got, I mean, I think he got jacked. Like to me, and and John Gallagher told me this. Uh, he's like, we didn't. If we could have just let the transponders tell the truth, Pike gets it, and no one says a word because it's not like Faith is going to go over there and demand that he got it. So he goes, we took the hard road and said that Faith got it when we could have just been like, eh, oh well. But because the radio guy, because the finish line guy. Uh, buzzed in and said, I think Faith got it. And the two ladies, one of them being JT's mom, Cindy Thomas. I think it's bullshit. You know why? Because they, they live and die by the transponders. And they're right. all, yeah. Well, yeah, they yeah. always yeah. say that. Well, the transponders don't lie. Right, this is right, the deal. Right. You know, I'm just like, well, well, at this point, it's not. It's just like, right. you know, when you like the beginning of the season, they're going to make this big old stink about your numbers are too small or they're too big yeah. and this and that. And I'm like, well, you have transponders, Okay. That's for the guy sitting in the stands. So the guy yeah. sitting in the in the in the nosebleeds that has 15 Budweisers in him, he can't see that number plate anyways. He's reading the TV or he's reading. I mean, they know the riders. They know who they are. I uh, it's that's bullshit. I like John Gallagher. Uh, you do? Yeah, I do. I do like John Gallagher. I know you don't, Kenny. But his explanation this weekend at Riders Meeting about dirty riding and what constitutes it was pretty funny. Dude, he, I, <laughs> I don't mind John Gallagher, but you know what? I think this is what I think about this this sport. You know, you guys, you got. Professional athletes like Chad Reed and Ryan Velpoto and Dungey and Stewart and all these guys that bust their ass and give 100%. This is their full-time job. You have teams like 2-2 Motorsports, right. H&H, all these guys that dedicate their every day, 24-7, whatever it takes to go. And then you have officials like John Gallagher, nothing – I'm not trying to bash him, but I kind of am. <laughs> and you got all these flaggers and stuff like that that have daytime jobs during the week and they show up on the races and they want to be these officials. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's just hard for me to swallow sometimes, but no, oh. whatever. It is what it is. Uh, 702. I ain't changing the world. 586-7857. If you have a question for uh, Chad Reed, Chad, we do have a, a caller you might know well here. This is uh, Steve. What's going on? Hey, guys. Big fan. First-time caller. 
<laughs> okay. I can hear you from the outside of my room. <laughs> Steve, this what are you is, doing? Uh, I, I couldn't get online to hear it. I figured I'd call in, and then my big question was when you're getting off my couch. Dude, Steve, I want to be off the couch. You can see you there's, like a, there's a permanent in, like, right. dent in my couch. Well, what is hey, too. I go from the bed to the couch couch to the bed. That's, this is, that's uh, my daily. That's what I do. Steve asked the fans on the line. Chad's agent. He was on last week's show. Hey, yeah. hey so if, if he kicks you out, dude, we got a bed up here for you. Hard has a square yeah. house up here. What? We can recover. Hey, you know the one here. thing that I did learn from staying at Steve's house? He really doesn't work as hard as you think he does. Oh! oh. Thank you. I've been saying that for kinda, years. Kind of just chills out and hangs out a little right, bit. Right, right. What you... What yeah. you here we go. Jet setter. What you do, Steve, is you buy a new couch and increase Reed's commission by uh, 1%, and then you get that couch <laughs> money back. Easy peasy. Now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're talking. Uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, Chad. I, I'm sure he wants to get out of your couch very soon, like as he said. <laughs> hey, Reader, so what's the now, plan? Like, when are you getting out of there? Like, you're going to have surgery? You're going to come back to Steve's for a couple of days and recover? Dude, the the house clean has came twice since I've been here, and she's had to clean around me both times. You can't, you can't fly like You can't fly right away, though, after surgery. Uh, I have surgery, uh, what, Thursday? And then um, I think Dr. Ryan is going to let me go home, I think, Monday or Tuesday. I'm gonna, he's going to put me on blood thinners. Um, I oh, guess okay. that's the only, only scare is, like, right. you know, after surgery, they're worried about you flying. But, uh, I mean, I should be fine. I mean, he's going to put me on blood thinners for a day so I can get home and, um, you know, so that I don't get any blood clots. And, um, yeah, and then get back home. And, well, uh, Daytona would be that weekend. So, hopefully right. – Rest up and try to make it to Daytona. Watch. Oh, that'd be cool. Hey, yeah. what's the team doing? What's the, what's the team guys doing? The team guys are chilling, dude. They got the best job in the world right now. They're just hanging out and <laughs> Lars is doing whips, um, whips and riding. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Lars is out riding my bike and you know <laughs> hanging with his buddies. Nah, I mean those guys are bummed. I mean they uh, last Wednesday they came and got me out of the house, took me to lunch, and um, and they just you know they're taking it hard like I am. We're bummed, but. Uh, you know, we had a long conversation uh, Wednesday. I'm going to go up there again and sit down, and we're just making plans, basically. I mean, you know, we're going to, you know, start working on the, start working on 13 with, with the new bike, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, just some some things like that. So yeah, just get a jump start. You know, try to use all the time, you know, downtime that we got, and right. and and use it. You know, so uh, we got some things in the works. We'll should I say, Steve. We're trying yeah. to rely on Steve for some things in the works, and. Um, that might get me back and doing something. So some of them might get put to work here in a little bit. Hey, do you think you're going to get uh, – are you going to put someone on your bike to finish out, maybe do outdoors, or is that uh, – Well, uh, I would pretty much – yeah, I mean, no, I'm not 99% sure no one's going to ride my bike in Supercross. Yeah. Um, but uh, outdoors, outdoors we're, we're waiting. We're, we're talking to the sponsors, and, and we're trying to figure out what's, what's best for us. Um, Are you taking resumes from riders? Yeah, Timmy. Ugh. Timmy's been. Riding I don't a need bit. to take. I don't need to take resumes. Everybody's blowing me up. Oh, so. I bet. I could. I could imagine your phone was just going. Hey, Steve. Uh, thanks for calling. Uh, appreciate it. Hey, get to See work, Steve. Get See to ya. work. Get to work. Um, yeah, it's gonna be. It's. I'm sure your phone was just going nuts. That's exactly what I was thinking early on. Everybody's. I had people texting me to text you, to tell them to get on the bike. Like who? Yeah. Like Kyle Regal. I'm just like, no way. I'm not texting Chad to get. Dude, Dude, Chad, I, I think Chad, uh, he, I don't think, I think he, he would. I think he knows everybody. Like, I, yeah, I'm I not think, passing I think on if anybody he sat down right. and looked at the names, who could right. write it? I mean, I know those guys have got my number. I mean, I've talked to yeah. him and whatever. But, I mean, the the, the the fact of the matter is, and, and 
here's something for the, some of the haters and, and that don't really understand how all this stuff works. I mean, uh, a large sum of this team is still coming out of my pocket. You know, we're, we're not at any point where we're making money from it or even the bills are actually 100% paid for. So mm-hmm. it's cheaper and easier to keep the team at home. Uh, for me, you know, like all the guys, they're all on salary. They're all, they all have two-year deals. Um, so, you know, not, none of them are, none of them are going anywhere and, and we've got things to move on, on to. And, um, you know, it's it, going into it when you've got a one rider team. I mean, you always know the possibility. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, I, I've crashed out of one other championship and it was such a different situation than this, than this time, you know? Right. So, um, it's never the plan or goal, but you know, in reality, you're always playing for the worst. So, um, as far as like sponsors and stuff like that, you know, we're, we're, we're talking with them and, um, it seems like Supercross is, is kind of done and dusted and, um, outdoors we'll, we'll kind of see, yeah. see where we're at. And then the, the thing is, it's like, do you, it's such a, a massive effort to go put those guys to work and put other people on the team. And, um, and I don't know, I mean, just my guys are winners, you know, they're, and yeah. don't take it the wrong way. I mean, it, it, this could probably come off wrong, but I mean, we want to go challenge for race, you know, wins yeah. and titles and, and everything like that. And, um, the amount of effort and money and, and everything that's involved. Um, sometimes it's just easier to stay home, lick your wounds and, you know, prepare and, and get better and, and get stronger in the areas that, that you can really work on while not going racing. racing. So, um, I don't know. We're weighing it up. We're going to see what it sponsors want to do and uh-huh. we'll make a decision but yeah i know maybe maybe outdoors somebody would be on there but in a perfect world i would like to try to get ready you know to come back for maybe the last the last part of the nationals okay and then um because the goal i mean the goal at this point you know the obviously supercross is over outdoors is is over and um so try to put myself in a position where i can get into shape and get get back riding good and maybe get chose for um australia for donations and do that maybe do the monster cup and and then just uh right. you know focus time and effort on on 13 well i got news for you dude but you if got? you're riding halfway decent or ha- if you've been riding a week or two i think australia would pick you <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you gotta worry about that one dude <laughs> chad's lost maybe. his left arm yeah, but he could. We can still pick him. Yeah, he could still do better than a lot of other dudes. <laughs> yeah, which would be cool. I mean, you know, I think, uh, and and then I always and I look at it, you know, like the situation that I'm in now. Um, I'd be willing to go out on a limb here and say that uh, that if Team USA at some point doesn't go um, to test at some point in Europe before the nations, I think it's going to be really difficult for for those guys to adapt to, to Lommel, um, yeah. to just show up in Lommel and Steve doesn't and agree with a, you. Ride a couple of days and just, and go and race those guys. I really think that they're going to get a rude shock. How gnarly those not dudes we, are in the stand. Not if we have Matt um, So, uh, I actually, uh, I would actually like to, uh, pack up the team and, and head off to Europe for, for a couple of weeks and do some, you know, do some figure, testing in sand. Figure some stuff out there. Hey, Reed, yeah, least... go back to go back to Belgium and see my peeps, man. I, hey. I'd be pumped actually. That'd be cool. Hey, I'm kind of I'm kind of pumped for De Osterman though. I see him that he's doing double work. Dude. He he won his fifth PBA World Title. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that was awesome. You're like, right, okay, cool. But what are you doing watching bowling, dude? Uh, yeah, well, I was like, the first time you sent it to me, I'm like, that's pretty funny. But I'm like. 
What is Watson watching bowling for? I know, right? Dude, I was watching that guy. He was going for his fifth world title of bowling, bro. That's like the Kelly Slater of bowling. I, I was like, uh, wow. Got to watch that. And he kind of looked like Osterman. I'm like, is that Dave? He, he did, actually. Um, I think Dave got a bit of a chuckle out of it, too. Yeah, I spoke was, to him today, and he left. A couple was, of quick questions for you from the chat room. What about your book? I know you put it on hold. Anything new with that? You got uh, time so yeah, when I, when I get back to Florida um, next week, um, try to get regrouped, and then um, yeah, that's that's pretty much probably uh, yeah. atop the list of up to do things. Um, okay. Ellie and I, um, it's actually at a point where I can't even necessarily talk with Ellie about it. Um, I'm up to editing parts of it, the book where where it's pre Ellie, so um, <laughs> so I need to. Uh, yeah. You know, on, on a lot of it, I can I can rely on Ellie, and Ellie knows kind of how it was and how it really happened and, and kind of like wording, you know, being around each other so long. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like right now we're up to, uh, we're pre Ellie. So, um, I, I need, I need to, uh, yeah, kind of deal with the, the guy that's, uh, actually writing it with me and, and try to get that edited out a little better. Cause it's not reading the way I would like it to read. So, um, that's the hardest thing. And I mean, the, the whole thing about a book, I mean, it's so rad and so cool, but it's really difficult because I mean, I, you know how it is. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm pretty like picky in the, on the point. I'm like, I always want it to, when it, when it comes out, I want it to be authentic and be mm-hmm. like, yeah, cool. That's how it was. You know, like I don't want it to be, I read it right now and it's like a lot of it's not really how it happened. So trying to change that a little bit. Uh, another question we had was, uh, what about your bikes? Have you sold them working on that again? Yeah, those bikes are all sold. I just found out today, oh, so nice. I guess they sold. I guess they sold in the first day. Um, Sweet. Now hopefully they pay so, this time. Hopefully they all pay. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, I think that they. Uh, um, I mean, we didn't get we didn't get what I really wanted for them, but at the end of the day, I'm I'm excited to get rid of them and get them out of the shop. What's uh, dude? You gotta. I don't know if this is happening, but we gotta get you in the booth. Uh, has there been any talks about that uh, coming out and doing yeah. something? Yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to get in the booth. Um, and. You know, try to do that. So oh, be definitely awesome. been talking to Feld guys and, and talking to Speed a little bit. So um, no offense to Fro or but, uh, RC, but you would rule. Yeah, that. but I mean, you, you, I probably learned more about the whole operating of of how Speed does it more this weekend. And I don't know if you guys have watched the race, but uh, yeah, um, they had me call in and do like a live yeah. um, thing. Um, during that live thing, I was on the I was on the phone the whole time and. So I was actually uh, I was actually on the phone to the truck, mm-hmm. and then the truck was put me through to Ralph, Pro, um, and and Ricky. Yep. Um, and like you know, just hearing enough of just hearing that, like I was on the phone for maybe about uh, maybe thirty minutes. Um, you know, just hearing all the things they had to do and the way they had to do it. I mean, it's produced. You know, I I wouldn't. You know, sometimes I've obviously you know, yeah, you know, why don't, why don't you guys call it the way you see it and all that kind of stuff. Right, but, right, right. Um, they're, they're definitely restricted on what they can and can't do, that's for sure. Yeah, nah, I think you'll be I think you'll be gold at it, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'd like to do it. I mean, hopefully I can get in there and hopefully I can be me. If I can't be me, then, you know, I don't really have much right. interest in doing it. Let's, uh, let's take some calls here. Um, one of these Kenny's probably not going to like. O'Rourke? Hi guys, how are you? Hey, what's going on? How are you? And Kenny's put his headset down. For people who don't know, this is Kenny's hatred of O'Rourke because O'Rourke dared to question RC one time. So Kenny will not listen to O'Rourke. But O'Rourke, what's on? You're on with Chad Reed. I'm glad. Hey Chad, how are you? So mate. Um, yeah, mate. Commiserations on your injury. Um, Australia's 100 percent behind you. It was, it was pretty sad. You know, so you made the morning news on Channel Nine the next day, which is 
always unfortunate considering it's never when you win, it's always when you're injured or something bad happens. Yeah, always. Um, I just yeah. wondered if uh, we're, we're quite possibly going to see you racing a, a V8 supercar over here at some stage, but will we see Chad Reed race dirt bikes in Australia again? Whew. Um, I don't know. <laughs> That's a tough one. Um, I mean... To race a dirt bike, yeah, maybe one day. I don't know where. Maybe it'll be just a club day or a local day. Um, at a pro level, uh, not at any point do I see myself retiring here and packing up and going racing pro racing back in Australia. Um, I can promise you that. Um, and mainly just because I have so many different business opportunities and, and obviously with the race team and everything that here, so I don't have any goals to, to live a full-time life in Australia um, right now. But... Um, I don't know. You know, I suppose like, I just meant like a one-off, one-off type of deal, not necessarily like a one-off, uh, one-off stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of talk on the new Supercross thing. Um, I, I won't at all ever be involved like I was before, but uh, um, some of the things that I'm hearing and, and talking about, I like the sound of. So maybe, you know, maybe that would motivate me to get out there and, and have a little fun and ride ride some races for the fans, but. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I'll see how that works out. It would be cool, man. You, you know, it's, it's one thing that's really hit home with me since your injury a couple of weeks ago was we're not going to have Chad Reed around forever, and that that sort of sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, it does suck. I mean, it, it definitely brings you down to the real world and, and, and shows you that you're you're lucky and it can end at any point. And, um, and probably something that, you know, like I always say, you know, like, I mean, some of the haters over the years when they tell you, you know, when they try to give asterisks to people and they win the championships and right. you know what, at, at 9.30 every Saturday night, they, they drop the gate whether they're there or not. So uh, I, I learned that more more than anything this past weekend, you know, whether you're at your best, whether you're at your worst or, or whatever, they're going to drop that gate and you have to you have to be there and you have to rise to the occasion. All right, thanks for the thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. Hey, thanks for the call. Thanks for the call, caller. All right, and there goes O'Rourke. Good. Sorry, he dared to question your God, RC. Sorry, Kenny. We're we're shooting a pilot, and doesn't seem to matter. Kenny still. This guy is such a super. He he can do he can do no wrong in Mathis' eyes because the guy swings from. Oh yeah, he asks. He calls in and asks a normal question. Yeah, there's nothing normal about that guy. Hey, Tony Blazer, what's up, man? Yeah, Blazer. What's up, Steve? Hey, you got a question for Chad Reed? I do, as, as a matter of fact. Uh, Chad, I was wondering, when you guys made the transition at Factory Yamaha to racing the four-strokes in 06, um, I know that you don't, you didn't really get along with that uh, 06 bike very well. Did you ever ha- think about actually uh, sticking with the two-stroke that year? Was that something that you had a choice on, or did Yamaha force you to ride that bike that year? No, I mean, <laughs> I hated the 06 bike, but I hated the 05 two-stroke just as much, yeah. so... <laughs> um, I, I was I was screwed with two you know two aluminum frame chassis that I didn't like at all. Um, I mean, if I could have, I mean, Mathis, I think you <laughs> you were there when we when we all went to the alley frame and yeah, you know the uh, we we did a lot of testing and I think initial testing was pretty good. Um, and then I don't know if you were there, Mathis, but they actually brought my O4 bike straight from Vegas. Um, um, yeah, they I, brought it out. Yeah. I rode it and I was like. Oh wow! It does this, this, and this, and they literally took that bike, put it in a van, and took it away, and then I never saw that bike again. I, uh, so, yeah, I've um, written about this a little bit. It's a bummer. I've written about this a little bit. I, I felt like, and I still say that you may not agree. I felt like Yamaha was setting you up 
so that the four stroke was better. You know what I mean? They kind of yeah. did everything they could so that you were like, no, this four stroke is better because to me, you on a two stroke, well, no, we know what we know now. It's, you made the right move, but you on a two stroke uh, was pretty insane. Um, yeah, know, I think, uh, I mean, I loved the two stroke, and at no point was I really all that excited about riding a four stroke for Supercross. Um, and I don't think any of us were. I mean, it, even, I remember even going into the 06 season, I mean, like, I think we were all, you know, like we all had one foot in, one foot out. I think James was really the only one that, that was fully committed, you know. I, he wasn't a very good 252-stroke rider at all. He kind of struggled, you know. He kind of said that that bike wasn't very good, didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And I actually believe that the 06 Cali was probably the best of the four-strokes. Um, so he was, I think, fully committed to that bike. And then it, it kind of put Ricky and I in a position that we had to go racing on that bike. Um, even even though that we didn't want to, and then the lock, you know, the the stopwatch didn't lie. I mean, I was faster uh, on the four stroke always. Yeah, yeah, you, um, you were, you were. You know, so uh, at that point, you gotta you gotta adapt. Um, I think that uh, you know Yamaha went through the transition that, that Honda went through. You know, like we didn't really know what the bike wanted or liked, and and nobody was there um, to know any better nor is there anybody there now that knows any better <laughs> stuff um which is why you see a lot of the issues yeah. but uh <laughs> um yeah i mean it took all the way to 08 to get that bike good you know and 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 what they did in 08 um uh, you know i looked at some of the parts on james's bike it's kind of interesting it seems like they're kind of going that that direction too yeah um you are you of the mindset that oh, thanks t blaze for your question thank you no problem. Have uh, a good day. Um, good to see Tony this weekend, too. Yeah, uh, that's right. Did you see him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, are you of the opinion? Blazer hooks me up on Twitter. Actually, I, rec- I recognize his name from my Twitter. So. Yeah. What yeah. I believe. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, are you of the opinion that everything that we're talking about, James Stewart, boils down to a bike issue? Um, or do you believe if he got on another bike, he'd be the old James Stewart? Or, I mean, I know you kind of voice this a little bit on Twitter here and there, but uh, what's your thoughts on that? Mm. I think uh I think the old James Stewart that we that we all want to think is so amazing. Um I think everyone's caught up, you know, I don't think that he's you know, like I just don't think he has that advantage anymore. Um do I think that he's better than what he is right now? Yes, yeah. I do. Um but I don't believe he's a whole lot better. I mean, you watch that heat race this weekend. I mean, you can't get a rider or a bike that works much better than that. I mean, right. you know, he he looked he looked great in the heat, and and he has. It seems like it, <laughs> for eight laps, he's great. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets good starts in the heats. He rides strong in the heats. Um, bike looks good. Tire. I mean, everything. I mean, it looks like it's a good combo. And then he gets to the twenty lap main event, and dude can't start. Dude can't ride. I mean, he looked like he was coming through this weekend pretty decent, but. Uh, Still, I mean, halfway he kind of threw in the towel and, and right. gave up. I mean, he didn't he didn't really continue his charge to the front like he like he normally should. Our, uh, uh, our buddy, DB. I mean, I yeah. I definitely believe that the that the bike isn't. I mean, I'm a big believer that that bike's not a yeah, it's not a it's not a friendly bike. That's for sure. Uh, our buddy DV wrote today on a column on Pulpamex that he thinks that uh, the Ryan's are in better shape than James. He has no doubt that that's part of the issue. And I think Johnny O's out from what I hear. Oh really? I think that's what I hear. I don't know. Yeah, I, can't, but can't, can't I that. question. I don't know. I I think the only reason that Alden worked with James for so long is, I mean, Alden literally 
holds your hand, you know. I mean, he's he's there. He play, you know. I mean, basically, you take him on as your as your wife, you know. I mean, he he, yeah. you know, he feeds you. He makes you stick to the diet. He he yeah. makes you, you know, get up in the morning, do all that stuff. And I mean, hey, if that works, then then good. But yeah. I mean, you know, I don't need some dude to hold my hand twenty four seven. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, and obviously, James, it burnt him out, and he doesn't want to be a part of that anymore either. But so I question really what. Johnny O brought to the table, um, but uh, I, I I don't know. I my belief is is it, J- James is not a grinder. You know, James can't. Um, it, never at any point in his career has he ever been the same speed as anybody or slower than anybody. He's always been a lot faster, or you know, at, at no point he's just ever been slow or the same. So um, I think that when it comes down to grinding away 20 laps and you're you know he he gains a tenth or two here and then he loses a tenth or two there I, I just he's not he's not that guy that can grind away and, and suck it up I think that he wants to be the guy that can quad something be two seconds faster <laughs> than you eat you up and blow by you and make you look silly when he can't do that he you know he, he doesn't fight for it like and I think you saw that this weekend right um hey thanks for coming on really appreciate it where you know we're filming this pilot for Lucas Oil we needed a big time guest, and you came through for us. It's awesome. I ain't no problem. Always, it's uh, good to get on. I mean, I'm not doing a whole lot these days, so yeah. um, I guess call me up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Monday exactly. Night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks very much. Good luck with your recovery. And uh, I'm coming down to Florida, I think, in April, in between the races. So uh, maybe we'll come and do something or another. Well, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. By April, we should. Uh, I should be able to confirm on one of my things that I'm not working on. So oh. maybe I'll be back in the office but um yeah, yeah maybe i'll see you guys at the races too i want, I want oh, to yeah. get back to the races hopefully i'll be at daytona great thank you chad reed always a great guest thanks thanks for Later, guys. thanks Bye. Later. see you and that's chad reed uh we got our lines are full sorry everybody uh we couldn't get to all your calls uh newton pilot we're running tight schedules now tight schedules watson tighten it up um thanks everybody for listening uh we're gonna come back with cole seeley lucas oil troy designs honda cole seeley now riding muscle milk honda factory rider uh, thanks to BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Fly Racing, Worst Connection, AGV Helmets, Vivin Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford, Fosgate. Thank you to all you for coming on the show. We're going to take our second commercial break of the night, and we'll be back with Cole Seeley. This is Georgia Lindsay, presenter of the Motocross Grand Prix, and you're listening to the Pulpamex Show with Mathis and Watson. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com. Featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors. And we'll be right back. Hey, race fans. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. We here at BTOsports.com want you to remember that BTO Sports is the world leader in aftermarket parts, gear, clothing, and accessories for all things motor. And BTO offers free shipping on all orders within the continental U.S. that are $85 or greater. And free shipping on international shipments over $7.99. BTO Sports stands behind the sport to the fullest by supporting riders from amateurs all the way up to the BTO Sports Suzuki professional race team. BTO supports the moto lifestyle because the moto community supports BTO. With great customer service, all the products you want and need, there's no reason to be going anywhere else but BTOsports.com for the best service, pricing, and after-purchase care in the industry. Remember, you can save on your order by typing into the code MATHES, that's M-A-T-T-H-E-S, before you check out for great savings. 
So take your Pulp MX coupon code and head over to PTOsports.com now for all your motocross shopping needs. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting hole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy build. Skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radiator braces, and more. Works Connection is the company that is killing it in Northern California and proud to be a sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. As a matter of fact, enter Pulp MX on checkout and save 20% off your order. Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dainese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at AGV.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation and American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. Fly Racing is moto passion defined. From Trey Kennard and Andrew Short to amateurs, our designers and sales staff, even the crew in the warehouse, we live and breathe racing. 2012 introduces our best line ever, but don't take our word for it. Tell us about the new signature Carbon F2 helmet, Andrew. It was cool to have some input on the designs, and I already really liked the helmet because it was lightweight and safe, but now that the graphics represent what I wanted, it's pretty cool to race in it. How about that 2012 Evolution and Kinetic Racewear? The Evo stuff, I wear it in Supercross. It's a little more high-end because of the looks, and it's a little more heavy-duty, but the Kinetic stuff I love for outdoors because it's lightweight and it feels like it vents a little better. 
I go mostly off function for uh, what I choose for racing. How's the durability? You know, over the years, they've improved tremendously, and they never settle, and that's what I like about the gear. Fly Racing is distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. How about those guys, Andrew? Western's a cool company. They're great people. That's what I want to be surrounded with, but they love to ride, and they're passionate about the sport. You know, it's cool to see that translate into a product and a company, and what they stand for. Follow Fly Racing in the social media sphere at facebook.com slash flyracing or twitter.com slash flyracingusa. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out the xbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and ex-game star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun, get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Mech show. Yeah. Like this Coming at you, strung out. Coming at you, strung out. Jordan Burns, drummer of the year. Punk rock drummer of the year, runner what? up. Travis Barker. Oh, he's runner up? Travis Barker. But he was in the running with a lot of good drummers. Hold on a second. I thought Jordan won. The I, I don't drummer know if he's year. won, but I know he's been like nominated. They only nominate like three guys. Oh, okay. So. All right. He's been All up right. there. All right. I mean, well, he's I, did definitely. That, I did that because of last week. Remember last week we were playing the sh music and I. Realize how good it was, and, uh, yeah. and I forgot kind of how good it was. But if that was Jordan, I should have played somebody else like Lagwagon. You didn't even know who I'm it was. You are just like, I like this song, yeah. but I don't know who it is. No, because I don't have the artist titles on my iPod. I don't know what the deal is. Well, hey, we're going to get the Cole Seeley, Lucas Oil, own, Toilet Designs, Cole Seeley. We're going to get to him in a second. Before that, though, let's do uh, let's do the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. 
That, that'd be you, producer. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. All right, 15 seconds on the clock. Kenny Watson, these are your questions for you, designed for you, brought up to you, and I need, I need your honest answer in 15 seconds or less. Yep. All right. Question number one. Uh, I guess we kind of covered this earlier. Um, let, me, uh, let me get your official opinion on it. Justin Barsha, will he win the East Coast? Yeah, yeah. 1.9. Um, so you like the lead, 15, even though anything can happen, like you said earlier. Yeah. But, but you I, like I, don't, yeah. I don't think he's going to go like undefeated or anything. Right, right. He, but yeah. he might. That should have been, been a question. Will he, will he win the table? Probably. But I, I doubt he, that. But yeah. I don't think you're, uh, good. Question I don't think you're two. good enough to bring that question in. Hey, don't forget about it. X-Brand goggles, 40% off uh, on the xbrand.com. Type in look on more, which is Kenny's single date profile. <laughs> uh, what was that? This is match.com match. profile. Match.com profile. Um, okay, let me ask you this. Cole Seeley uh, led this weekend. He ended up sixth on the, on the night. Mm-hmm. But what is going to be his best finish of the year on the 450 while he fills in at Honda? Man, if he keeps riding like he's going to ride, I, th- I, I would, I, you can't count, you can't count him off the box. I would say podium. Wow, podium. I think so for Cole Seeley. Yeah, I mean, the th- yeah, the class is kind of thin. Yeah, um, he yeah. showed that he had the speed. Since I don't Timmy think. Left he, too. I, uh, I think his confidence is going to be high. He's mm-hmm. on a really good motorcycle. Yep. And uh, I think Cole's a great rider. Um, cool. And I have, to, I have to go for him because he's from the 805. And uh, Lucas Oil too. Not, not now, but he rides at Lucas Oil. Right? Lucas Oil's family is right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, and when it comes to the Hart 1910 team, Kenny Watson, do you have any more game changers planned for this year? And if so, what are they? Uh, yes, and I can't tell you. They're surprises. What races? Uh, Vegas. Game changers. Like Johnny big, Cash fans. Big, big, big. Um, um, that's been the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment, everybody. <laughs> Uh, let's get our next guest on the line there. That would be you, producer. You should have already done that. Um, so good job on that. We're going to have uh, Stroop Tweet of the Week. Hey, did you hear Austin Stroop is up in NorCal? Yeah, yeah I what, sat what? next to him on the airplane, remember? But but you knew he was moving there? Did you say that? He's moving there? Yeah, he's there. He's staying there for like a few, three weeks, I think they said. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, he's not moving Someone there. Someone was like, well, oh, he he's moved there. He's he moved had there. surgery. He's staying with Chad at Chad's house. And mm-hmm. uh, then he's going to do some riding up there. He's going to go, you know. You know, you know what I heard somebody. You know what I heard somebody call that team this weekend. What? And I'm, I'm not gonna say I disputed it. What? Team party. Team party. <laughs> they used to call us team party. H and H. Well, you guys did have stripper poles and beer pong. We had we had Rockstar in the beer pong, promoting our sponsors. Yeah. And B two B. Yeah. So whatever. Okay. I, okay. I, I I I I don't see that. Uh, um, Nico Easy's going in for surgery. Bobby Reagan owns that team. How do you think he's gonna let partying going on? There's only one. I truck. don't know who owns that team. What's going on? Bobby Reagan and Chad Lanza own it together. Right. And uh, I think I, th- I don't I don't see it being team um, party at all. Okay. Um, Nico Easy is going in for surgery, so Sucks. they may need another rider. I don't know. They got Bobby Canari. <laughs> Bobby's doing good for him. He's he's made every main event through the LCQ. He's never made it through the heat, and he's thinking he's made five main events so far. Good for him. I like Bob. Hey, uh, come on the line next, uh, right now. Um, the man who led seven laps this weekend, filled in for factory Honda on the 450, still in contention for the 250 West title, Muscle Milk Honda slash Troy Lee, Lucas Oil, Cole Seeley. Seeley, what's up? That was quite an intro. You like that? Kind of like that, yeah. 
Yeah, well, we have to pump our guests up, and you know, certainly you deserve it after your awesome ride. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. I think this is the first time we've had you on. Um, so uh, thanks for that. And uh, I wanted to bring you on after you won the race, and he was like, oh, no, we got this guy. But now that you did like good this weekend, he's like, oh, Cole Sealy's coming on. What race last year? Or you mean A1? Dude. A1? Never mind, Steve. Okay. <laughs> he's not a believer. He's not a believer, Cole. And even though if you call Mathis, you know what his area code is? Yeah. Ex- it's 805. Exactly, bud. There's you only know three it. people in industry of 805 area codes that I know of. Really? Me, Cole yeah. Seeley, and Johnny L. What an elite group. Uh, yeah. I know two more, actually. Yeah, but I don't know them, Seeley. Yeah, Corey Martin, our truck driver. You know him. Oh, I do know your truck driver. Yeah, he's a good and then And then Chris from uh, Muscle Milk. I don't know him. Hey, okay. way to call him out. What? <laughs> he just called you out. I love that. Well, I've never called. I've never called the truck driver from Troy Designs. I admit, so I wouldn't know that he's an 805 area code. But well, you're speaking out of turn again. I think you know everything, and you know nothing. I know <laughs> everything. Hey, know let's shit. let's get to Atlanta, Seely. Uh, what a ride, man! Um, right out of the bat, you know, your whole shot, you lead seven laps. Uh, sure, you got six, but that's that's a great finish. It's that's a it's an awesome finish overall. Did you? Here we are, two days later. Still pumped on your ride. Still, still amazed. No, he's, no, he's, no, he's, he's, no, he's I mean, maybe over he's, it. maybe he's thinking about. That's a stupid he, question. Uh, can he go ahead and ask him a question? <laughs> so, hey, Cole, my question to you is, how much time did you have on that bike before you raced it? That's actually a good question. Thank you. Yeah. Um, before the race, I was saying that I had a week and a half on it just to kind of let everyone know I was feeling comfortable on it, but I actually hadn't had a week on it yet. I'd only ridden it three times before that. Ooh. Awesome. Lying to the media. Awesome. I mean, did, after <laughs> like after when you got there and you rode practice and you seen your times and after especially after the heat race because your heat race was awesome too. Did you go in that with like, hey, I can do this. I got the confidence. Like I could be up front, no problem. Um. Yeah. Well, like the heat race, I just didn't want to get a bad start. Bottom line, just because I hate having to come through the pack. Yeah. And well, uh, when do you go to I the line? What do you all Thursday? So I was like, uh, I think I get a start. So there's, you know. Wait, if, like an hour. What, what was that? So, do you ever go to the line saying, "Hey, I'm going to get a bad start"? No, it's just like it sucks on a light spike, but it really sucks on a 450. I remember last year getting bad starts. I was like, yeah. hated, hated my yeah, life. Got to deal with guys like JT and stuff, like you know. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. I thought you did good last year too, man. You know what's crazy? Like Hart and I were in the box and like before the race, and we we're talking, and I'm like, dude, I have, watched, I have a feeling Cole's going to do really good tonight. And he's like, why do you say that? And I go, I just remember him, how he rode the bike last year, and he looked super comfortable, and I just have a feeling he has a little bit more experience in the class. I think he's going to do good. And Hart's all, I would dig that. And then the whole time he's hitting me, he's like, he's doing it, dude. He's doing it. Lance is going to be so pumped. That's <laughs> uh, funny. Yeah, that was awesome. Who's Lance? Yeah. His one, Lance Corey, him and uh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He has an eight one eight. He has an he has an eight one eight number too. Yeah, Motogate. eight hundred five. <laughs> no, Lance Corey, eight one eight. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he's Lance got Corey, eight one eight. Motogate. Motogate. He'll plug in Moto, Motogate. Yeah. He was actually he was in studio one time. He came with Hart. He hung out. Of course, he came with Hart. The <laughs> apple doesn't fall far from the tree with those guys. How do guys? those two know each other? I don't even know what's the deal with that because it's freestyle connection guy. Lance used to race here, ride freestyle. Yeah, he still does. Um, yeah. Uh, so. Basically, Cole, I guess let's take us through. The The plan was, uh, for as far as we know, was for have Eli Tomac fill in on the bike. And, and of course, uh, Eli went down um, and hurt himself. And I'm sure Honda's loving their choice of you now, judging your, your results. But when did you get the call? When did Kehoe or 
or Tyler Keefe or, or somebody call you? Um, Eric Keogh called me, I think, Wednesday after uh, San Diego. Okay. And I kind of I told him I kind of had to think about it just because how, what had happened in San Diego and how tight the points were again. Right, right. And, I, you know, I'm not, like, right there, but I'm only 15 points out and, you know, three rounds to go, so really anything can happen still. Right, so. right. I don't want, you know, I obviously don't go into a race thinking, oh, I'm going to get hurt, but I don't want to, you know, even chance it of, uh, you know, not being able to race my, my lights bike. But, right. you know, like last year coming back into the light series, I was a lot stronger and a lot more confident back mm-hmm. on the bike. So That's cool because we, really we were, we were saying that before. Sorry to cut you off. We were saying that he before. Always, he always cuts our guests. We were saying that, you know, Steve and I were saying that at the beginning of the show, like, you well, know, Steve, about your Steve results. Just me. I was. And how you came back to Seattle and you were just, but like you stood above the rest of that class. You outclassed on that race for sure. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. And it's it's basically what it comes down to is you know it's like racing against you know Villapoto, Dungey Stewart, all those guys is like you know it's way bigger than you know racing lining up with the white guys. I mean, not saying that the white guys aren't fast. It's just like you know it's just so much bigger. You know, it's it's, it's just crazy. I got news for you, dude. I think if I you know, you pull. I think you could be one of those guys. Your name's going to be thrown into that mix here pretty quick. Racing with well, you is going to be. He's got another year though. Uh, I'm just saying, dude. <laughs> I, I know he has another year, but we still he's going to race a few more races, and I think he's going to be a. Cont- right. I think he's going to can be up there, man. Can he, can he just claim before you came on that he can see you on the podium? That's what Kenny said. Yeah, yeah, dude. I look oh, at it this you. way. I've always <laughs> said, like, to my guys, I know everything. If you could lead or ride up front for two or three laps, you can do it for twenty if you're in right. shape and, and you're you have if you have the speed, you have the speed. You could be in the best yeah. shape, you could do this, but you have to have I the think, speed. I think mainly what got to me was was just lack of experience, really. Just because it it does take you know experience to, to win those things, and uh, yeah. you know leading for that long, you know it gets to your it gets to your head like you're constantly thinking like oh my god, like, I can't believe this is happening right now, like. But like when you know, like when I lead a lights race, I'm like, all right, I gotta, gotta yeah. get this thing done. Like, yeah, you, it's not like, oh my god, I'm up front. You're, you're gonna, you're gonna throw up in your mouth, Kenny, right when I t- when I say this. But honestly, Cole's riding style uh, reminds me of Timmy. Reminds me of Timmy. <laughs> Fer- I swear. No, it's just his corner speed. His body position is no disrespect to Timmy Ferry, but Cole Seeley's riding style is so much more <laughs> fluid and cleaner. No, it is not. No, it's not. It's it's. Dude, I'm not gonna argue. I about could it. close one eye and they look. Dude, they, hey, Timmy Ferry new, could, could rob a bank and it'll be Timmy Ferry and they'll go, Steve, is that Timmy Ferry? You'd go, that ain't Tim Ferry. You kidding me? I'm just saying they're neutral <laughs> on the bike. They're like elbows are good, oh. just really smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Uh, whatever, dude. I'm just saying. Um, Don't get me wrong. Red Dog's Red Dog, and I back Red Dog. Yeah. But, dude, I, they're two different guys. 97-125 East Coast champion. So you're saying McGrath and, and Chad Reed look the same too, right? There's some similarities between MC oh, yeah. and Reed. There mm-hmm. is. Yeah, there is. Sure. Okay. Well, whatever, bro. Uh, hey, Cole, so it's incredible that you took, a, you took a night to think about it. Somebody's asking you for a factory Honda ride, but I totally get what you're saying. You know, you're still, yeah. in, that, you're still in that lights thing, and uh, especially with Eli's, uh, Eli's crash. So you got another year on the TLD Lucas Honda team, um, Lucas yep. Oil, next year. So the I guess the question for you, we've seen you win the Supercross races, and we've seen you ride up front now in 450s. Your Supercross uh, prowess is, is well known. What do you think for outdoors, though? I saw you got on the box at Paula two years ago, but if there's one thing that you have to tighten up, it's probably your outdoor game. Uh, what are you doing for it? What, are, what steps have you taken 
or you know what do you think about the outdoors? Because if you put the outdoors together like you're putting indoors together, you're gonna get big bucks from Seagrass is gonna get you big bucks. <laughs> I know, right? Brandon, you pump. I know. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I just uh, this year I've been working a lot with with Grayton, mm-hmm. um, like on and off the bike. So right, he's a uh, you know he's one of the most you know talented and but what what he doesn't have a talent he makes up for in um, in endurance and the physical shape he's in is just ridiculous. So. You know, kind of following in his footsteps and just kind of mm-hmm. showing me the ropes of, of, you know, the right way to, to train and the right way to eat and pretty much everything. So um, I guess just just kind of going with that. And he's also, you know, an amazing uh, outdoor rider. So mm-hmm. I feel like if I if I kind of follow in his footsteps and, and am in good shape, you know, my talent will, will yeah. pretty much take over from there. Dude, he must have been kind of bummed this weekend. Coming up, <laughs> all of a sudden you're like leading races and smoking. Hey, him. check me out, Brayton. <laughs> so did Brayton, Brayton get uh, you at the end? Yeah, he was the last guy to get me. Well, wow. I was, I don't know, I was kind of like being a little respectful to everyone out there just because, right. like, like, I was leading Dungy, but, you know, he passed me. I'm not going to, you know, go throwing a wheel in yeah. the next corner and mess up his chance for the title. So, yeah. you know, same, same thing with Stuart well, and Winville Toto passed me. That's a class act right to, there. To be fair eyes. to Brayton, his, since his injuries, he's got a, a busted up hand, he's got a busted up leg, he's not been riding during the week. Um, you know, JB's toughing it out. And, and I'm not making any excuses for him here, but, you know, like, let's be fair. I guess I'm kind of now talking crap on Sealy now and saying, making excuses. For, I don't know what, what I'm doing, but whatever. Um, Brayton's going through a rough time right now. Anyways, uh, so your mechanic, uh, Richard Simmons, and not the, not the, ex- not the exercise guru, uh, used to work for Brayton. Now he works for you. And now he loves Brayton, and he loves Sealy. Can you imagine him yep. late in the race? on Saturday night when you and JB were going at it a little bit. Can you just imagine his conflicted feelings? <laughs> well, I'm sure he was about ready to pass out from a heart attack after after me leading for that long. And, right. you know, his heart rate is probably higher than mine. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know. He, he's, he always says he cheers for me because I'm his guy now. But Oh, bull you know, crap. There's, bull there's crap. still some love for Brayton down, deep down in there. Hey, if you got a question for Cole Seeley, 702 586 Seven eight five seven. We've got him for a little while longer here on the show. Um, Cole, do you ride a, a four fifty, a stock four fifty um, during the week when you're on the Troy Lee uh, Honda team? Do you? Um, no, I don't. Oh, okay. Like, you mean before the fill-in? Yeah, yeah, before the fill-in. Um, just um, what, my question is: You're on a factory Honda four fifty, acknowledged as one of the best bikes in the pits, and I wanted to see what what impresses you most about that bike. Like, what what is it? Just what does it do? That's just um, amazing. Well, obviously it's got you know more power than you could ever imagine. Like, yeah, I don't know, it's just insane. Actually, I asked him to to tune it down a little bit um, uh-huh. when we got to Atlanta, just because it was a little too much. But you know, it's it's not only like the bike; it's the whole the whole uh, team. You know, it's like if if one thing's wrong, and I I'm pretty good with testing, and I know what's going on with the bike. Right. And if if I say you know is pushing or, you know, it's kicking me a little bit, coming in turns or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryo or, or Shane from Showa, they just know, like, exactly what to do. Yeah. And it pretty much first try fix the problem right away. So it, yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's not only the bike, but, like, the resources behind the bike. Yeah, I always it, tell people that, too. Like, it's not just, yeah, it's not just the bike because it's the 10 people standing around when you get off it. That can... Yeah, that's, like, the difference between a program like mine and a program like that. I mean, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know over, like, at – 
you know, like at the Troy Lee program, if they have like a full suspension guy or is it just bones and it's like, oh yeah, they'll, they'll come over and they'll do stuff, but they're not, they don't have the resources to tear your bike apart and revalve it and fix what you yeah. need to do and watch video. And I mean, it's like, okay, let's try some clickers and hope that fixes it. If it doesn't fix it, you know, you're just going to have to ride and do the best you can. Yeah, yeah. And you know, when you're on a, uh, when you're on a factory team, they have those resources. And I really think that that's a, uh, you know, especially this weekend, because you know, I don't know if it was, you know, you just got on it right out of the truck and it was good, but you know, we struggled for setup all day long. Both with, guys. With tires or suspension? No, or with, motors with, or? with suspension because yeah. it was the, the my guys. You know the that one section out of the corner you came in and had the little dragon back. My guys are having yeah. a hard time just carrying speed through that without the bike swapping around. Um, there was our stuff was too soft, mm -hmm. and we didn't really have like said so in between the jumps it was soft, and there were a little the faces were a little more faced on those little kickers, and it was just too soft and it was blowing through it. So faces were more faced. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's. That's difficult, but I'm glad, you know, a guy like you can can tell and see that stuff where, hey, I need to make a change. Where if you were, you know, at a, in a different position, if you were a fill-in rider, say, for a team like mine, you'd be going, ah, okay, whatever. Watson you know, would be saying clippy-clippy to you. <laughs> no, not at all, but yeah. I'm just saying that is that people go, I don't understand it. It's you're on a Kawasaki and Villapoto's on a Kawasaki. <laughs> There's a big difference, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's it's and you know a lot of people don't understand that, but you know it's, it's cool that you brought that up because I really think that's uh, the biggest advantage those factory teams have just on the setup, and they could they have the resources to go through yeah. their you know programs that are underneath them like yours and uh, believing you. Well, I bet you Keo is pretty excited, huh? Yeah, yeah, he was pumped. Uh, he must have said thank you like. <laughs> you know, uh, it's you know, called job security. Good job, Eric. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, Kenny. You talk about those people on factory teams. Well, I was one of them. I was on two factory teams. You, you weren't. Were, on, you weren't on any. So I was yeah. one of those guys standing around. Like J Bone says, I, "Why'd you go that route?" Um, I, hey, you know what I thought was cool, Cole? Uh, I was talking to the Honda guys, and I didn't know this. I just figured they'd fill you in and do some. They give you a full works bike for practice. Just here you go. Here's the full deal. That's practice awesome. on during the week. And I mean. That's that's got to help you, you know, to to ride that thing and and to be on it. Kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, it's it's awesome. They, you know, they give me the full, you know, full right. deal. But yeah, yeah, like it's it's cool too because, um, like you were saying, like how you don't really have the resources in, on your smaller team. But like with my team, you know, I kind of got to stick up for my team. We uh we yeah. test a lot, you know, preseason obviously. So you get, you get settings that you know you think right. might be good here or. or better or different settings that'd be better here but like um when i ride the the factory bike you know i get you a little bit of an uh, idea on how you know it should feel so right i can kind of bring some of that stuff back to my i think my I, team so you're talking shit on my, you're talking shit on troy lee kenny like, no 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 but, but this is what i think <laughs> not even i think troy i mean i've i've see, been around since troy started his program and watched it elevate and you know i know matt for a long time and i know that guy's probably one of the most underrated guys in this industry what he does and, you know, I think it's a lot different when you have a West Coast program and, it, you know, you can test and you can get your bike set up for that yeah. West Coast dirt and that West Coast, the way that the tracks are. You know going to Oakland or you know going to Anaheim, the conditions of the dirt, and you can test for that. But it's so hit and miss on the East Coast. It could be super good or, you know, a little ruddy. It could be soft. You know, it could. there's so many different elements of the dirt there. Yeah. So that's why I think those guys – bikes like you know they do good i mean you look at the jgr guys they went what three four this weekend and they test 
in the East Coast. They test in, you know, North Carolina, and that's pretty much the conditions of the way the dirt was, you know what I mean? And those right. bikes worked really, really well. So um, there you go. Yeah, that's very true. Let's, uh, let's go dirt is very different over there. we got some phone calls for uh, Cole Seeley. John, you there? Yeah. What's up, man? Hey, thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, the Locust Oil Pilot Edition. Um, you got a question for Cole Seeley? Yeah, cool. I was just wondering if you guys ever talk smack out there while you're racing. <laughs> uh, no, not really. No. Uh, maybe, maybe in the like the East Coast lights guys might. That's... I could see that, but no, the the 450 guys are, are really respectful. And then uh, I don't know. I I'm pretty good friends with like Wilson, and you know I'm friends with Tomac and all the guys. So it's not like we're yeah. hating on each other the whole time. That's a dumb question. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm saying, like, when you're racing, it's like, you know, I got your ass. You know, as you're going by the dude. Yeah, yeah you no, yell at him. You mean do you, do you yell at the guy? Hey, dude, you suck. Get I, out of the way. I just, I got up, you, bro. I just hung up on John. That's dumb. You know, actually, I've. You know who yells at me sometimes is Vince Freeze. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I swear what's to he God. possibly yelling well, at you? Doing, dude, shut up. He's yelling. See you later. Uh, let me let me get some tips from you. Or he's yelling, "Heads up! I'm behind you. I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna try to smash you." Please lift your leg up, or your tip and fib could be in danger. Uh, Vince Freeze. Brent, Brent, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, you sound really excited to be on the air. I I'm really excited. I'm a big. I've been watching uh, motocross, supercross since '97, and uh, it's the first time I've ever really called into the show. Always listen. Oh, so you've seen uh, my victory at uh, Los Angeles Coliseum, yeah, 1997, Ghost Ride Deegan. Special. I've, I've probably still got it in my uh, VHS library. Don't ever lose it, guy. It's probably one of the best races of all time. Do you have 2000 High Point where uh, Kelly Smith wins, tuned by me in no. the mud? No, he doesn't. I guarantee okay. you he doesn't. Uh, unfortunately, oh. my, most, my most memorable Kelly Smith race is when Ernie landed on him. That was before me. I would have definitely told him to held on another lap. Oh. Anyways, let's go. What's your question for Cole? My question for Cole is: I understand when I ride the difference in a a light spike racing a light spike in a 450, but at your level, would you say it would be easier or harder? Aside from the uh, the level of setup and attention that you get from the factory team, not knocking Troy Lee at all. But uh, do you think it'd be more difficult to run 20 laps on your light spike at that level, uh, even with the competition being stiffer in the 450 class? Um, with the competition, yeah, it's harder. Just like I said earlier, just experience. Um, all those guys have such so much experience. But like, like if I were riding alone, the, the 450 would be way easier. And I'm sure I'd oh, get yeah, faster yeah. on it for 20 laps. But yeah, just the just the like. I don't know. Those guys have so much want and so much, you know, in such good shape, it, it makes it harder. Hey, Cole, yeah. did you did you have, like, once, like, Dungey passed you and you rode behind him and then Villapoto passed you, were you like, riding behind them? And did you ever go, wow, I can't believe that's how fast these guys go for this long? Did you go, like, Yeah, pretty, pretty much. It's it's just, like I said, experience. You know, they, yeah. they're so confident that they, that they can do 20 laps as fast as they possibly can. And, you know, I'm so new to it. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like, oh my God, I'm leading for you know seven laps. Still, it's like, yeah, you know, you know, what, I, you know I'll I'll give it to you, dude. I totally enjoyed that because I was having flashbacks of going into Simi Valley Suzuki, and your dad was the parts guy, and you were like, you know, riding on mini bikes, and he was telling me that you're going to be a supercross guy someday, and that's what the goal is, and how you're going to 
you know, be winning races and doing that. And I was like, okay, guy, uh, can I get that? Uh, <laughs> can I get that 52 sprocket and that set of recall grips? And dude, and now you're doing it. And I'm like, boy, was I wrong? It's same with Tony Alessi, like Mike and Jeff. I, I'm going to raise these guys. They're going to be the best this sports ever seen. And I just look back at that and go, hmm. I don't know about the best of sports I've ever seen, I wonder, but I wonder if Cole's got any LSE run-ins from back in the oh, day. Oh, I guarantee you, Simi Valley-ish. Guarantee you, does riding a track. Oh uh, yeah, I, being somewhere. I like grew up with the LSEs. Right. Yeah. Give, give us your best Tony I was story. Like three years old, I, I lived across the street from him. Give us your best Tony story, then. You got it. You got to have one. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. I bet those, your dad has. I bet, you, I bet you your dad does. His dad's cool. You know what his dad. Um, your mom and dad came up to our truck in Oakland, and your mom was like, "Looks like she's seen Brad Pitt taking a picture with Carrie Hart." She's like, "Oh my God, there he is!" Your dad came over. Your mom came. Yeah, your dad came over first, and he goes, "Hey, is it cool if I bring my wife over?" She really, I'm like, "Totally, bring her over." Oh, but yeah, my wife can't can't meet Pink ever. There's a big difference. Carrie Hart will take his picture with anyone. Okay, he's Pink's husband, not Pink. I guess, but yeah, dude, that was cool. Like, I it was that was like it, I was pumped to see you, dude. Really good. Like, believe it or not, like I was bummed for my guys, but I was happy for you. I really was because I like I know the struggles that you have when you rode you rode for that Suzuki team and you had some problems and the bikes weren't that good. You quit racing for a while. Before yeah, 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 yeah. And then I remember, like, you know, you used to go out to Wyvern with Lance and hit the ramps, and Lance you always just tell me, dude, he is good. He's riding good, and I'm like. Yeah, that's what his dad told me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I just, you yeah. know, my hat is off to you. And congratulations. I thought you did awesome. And like I said, I, I think I, I expect big things out of you, guy. Let's see it. Thanks. Thanks, Brent, Thank for you. the question. Yeah. yeah, no problem. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks. So, seriously, Cole, no one's ever told you you ride like Tim Ferry? No, I heard. Um, the, the best one I've heard is McGrath. I get the most pumped on that one. But I've never heard Tim Ferry before. Uh, I thought you kind of rode like Brian Swink. That could be good. I mean, that's good. I don't Dude, know. I, hey, check this I don't out. Know where we you're were going at, with this. Cole, check this out. We were doing this photo shoot this year, and like before, we were at uh, <clears throat> like a week before we were at Milestone, and Ivan was riding, and he's like, "How do I look?" I go, "You look all right." He's like, "I don't got old man style yet," and I'm like, "No, not yet." He goes, "Well, tell me when I do, because I will quit. I don't want to be that guy." <laughs> so we're at the photo shoot, and he's trying to do like these stupid little whips over this jump, and he goes, "How do they look?" And I'm like, "Do you remember when you told me that if you had old man style?" That you that you know you should quit and he goes yeah I go you look like Doug Henry out there oh he got so <laughs> bummed he's like f you and rode off it was fucking awesome that's awesome I don't know where I came up with that but yeah. I decided to tell you uh, the best, best story of the night so far is Celie's mom freaking out over heart I do like yeah. that that's pretty funny. but you know what's even like I was talking to your dad um I think it was maybe Ella or Anaheim the last Anaheim or San Diego and he came by and we were rapping and like your dad's like. Mr. 805 like for a long time and he told me that he was packing it up and moving down there and I was like moving to Marietta or Menifee or Temecula or something and I'm like why are you doing that and he says I want to be closer to Cole I want to be down there and I'm like oh wow yeah. that's pretty gnarly like <laughs> the, the kids usually leave and the families ways by and they stay where they're at and keep moving on but like that's a lot of people don't know like his his family's backed him when he was down low and that's cool that you know you're doing good I hope the, um, that you give them a reward how about that Let's yeah, yeah, they're they're pumped. Yeah, I'm I'm using the 805 too. I love it out there, but you know, I obviously can't compete at a pro yeah. level out there with Maybe no best traction. You're only about yeah. a couple generations behind, man. If it was Omera days and Stanton, then you could be at Honda Land, dude, just yeah, doing sne it, sneaking in there. Yeah, you, yeah. you and Morrison could be hanging out. Uh, <laughs> let's go to our caller here, Nash. You there, gentlemen? Yeah, gentlemen. Gentlemen, What's going on. 
What's up? You got a question for Cole Seeley? Yeah. Hey, Cole. Congratulations. Uh, like to see you do well, and I'm sure you're more excited than anybody. Uh, just out of curiosity, uh, who set up? Did Honda plug you in with, or were you able to provide them with what you wanted without them? They said, "Okay, here you go. You can have this." How did it work? It looked like Bale set up. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely was the ferry. Uh, it definitely was the ferry yeah. set up. I'm, I think I, they told me that it was it was Canard set up, and then we kind of built off that. So I think that's what they went off. But also, I had a pretty good setting on my my trailer bike when I did the the Monster Energy Cup mm-hmm. um, and rode a 450. So and that's show us up too. So I think they kind of had just like a good general setting for me, and then we kind of just built off of it from there. And did you have to deviate a lot, or was it in the ballpark? It was it was pretty close. Um, I think we ended up going a little bit like stiffer, um, just to, mainly because it's you know the East Coast soil so soft and um, tried to kind of, kind of compensate for that. But yeah, it, it started off pretty good, you know, from the get go. Right on, Nash. Thanks for the call, bud. Am I getting clipped? Yeah, you're, you're getting clipped. clipped. Time to move on. We're on a time frame here. We're shooting a pilot. We're shooting a pilot, Nash. Right, we, don't, we don't have time Get for him, the small. We don't have time for the small hey, people. Hey, uh, Cole, we have. Uh, I think he said he's like one of your biggest fans on line one. He wanted to congratulate you. I don't know. We'll see who this is. Caller, how you doing, bud? Congrats, Billy. Who's this? Who's the caller? I'm calling to talk to Kenny Watson. Are you there? You got him. What's your name, buddy? Where are you calling from? First time caller? This is. This is Austin Stroop. I'm calling from Sacramento. Oh, big whips and big dips. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you are the man. I really wasn't even expecting to get on the show, but I, they were like, oh, you're on air. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kenny, <laughs> yeah, Kenny can't talk unless it's on the air until after 930. Hey, uh, so what do you think of your guy, Sealy, dude? Dude, I thought it was awesome. I, I mean, whole shot and led for 10 laps. I mean, he rode flawless. I mean, Finished up fifth. I mean, I'm not sure. I think he was fifth or sixth, and I mean, killer race. I mean, actually, we actually had some battles last year on the East Coast, and yeah. So I mean, he was pretty much, you know, like you said, he rode awesome. Good job, dude. Thank you. Right on. Kill it. So Stroop, what's going on with you, dude? Nothing, dude. I was just calling in, man. Just didn't get to finish our uh, talk on the flight. This was. Uh, just had had surgery last week and couldn't, you know, call in. So I was just uh, kind of sitting here at dinner with Chad and just uh, want to call in and say what's up. Right on, dude. Yeah, thanks for calling. Appreciate calling. it. Calling. Hopefully big, you heal yeah. up. Hopefully you heal what's up. What's going on? Ask me some questions. <laughs> well, dude, check it out. We got Cole, Cole, we got Cole Seeley right now. How about how about well, how right. about how about well, you, we you get, want me to ask him a question? Yeah, how about that? How about you ask him a question? <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Uh, how did you compare the Atlanta Supercross? I've been hearing multiple different things from how tough it was, how technical it was. From my point of stand, I always like going to Atlanta and racing. I think it's one of the best tracks and best kind of dirt they have. So, what was your thought on the track and everything, and how it was? Uh, I thought it was pretty tough. I don't know. It was like the, the little dragging back thing onto the table and then going off the other table into the other dragging back was pretty, I don't know, it was pretty tough to nail every lap. And uh, then like that launch into the sand and everything, I, know, I thought the track was pretty like technical, but um, I'm not really used to that, that soft dirt over there yet either. So it's kind of, I think that made it a little bit harder for me too. Shit, I feel sorry for those dudes when you get used to that dirt. 
<laughs> yeah, I. It seems like I mean, from my thought, dude, I thought you, you kind of like from last year, from even to now, dude, and, and from your first race back, I thought you rode killer, and you, you pretty much, pretty much dominated some of those guys. It was kind of cool. So I mean, awesome ride. That's all I gotta say. Right on. Thanks, dude. Hey Stroopy, how about uh, you shoot? I don't. I didn't. The reason why I hit you up last week to come do the show, but you never got back to me on Twitter, and I didn't get your number. I know. Well, dude, I went in, you know, I flew to Sacramento, and I had surgery at Teams. You know, I was supposed to get out, go on Sunday night. I ended up going in Monday at, like, 12 o'clock and had surgery, dude, and I was in. I was ready to cut my shoulder off for the past week. So, uh, yeah, just finally today has actually been my best day. So, I don't know. We're just sitting here, man. Just wanted to call in, and you know, and I wanted to get up with you. Right on. Well, hey, let's do this. Let's get your number, and then uh... – We'll we'll fire back at you. Let's 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 link it up so we can get you on the show next week, and we'll do a full on yeah, update and see how everything's going. Tell Chad I said hi. Enjoy Granite Bay. Did he take you to Makuni yeah. yet? Did he take you to the sushi spot? Oh, dude, I've already been there twice, man. Yeah, I've been I miss there. you guys in Atlanta, dude. I miss Atlanta. Yeah, we wanted miss to go so bad, but yeah, I'll see you guys, man. Just um, yeah, I'll DM you my number yeah. or whatever, and let's we'll get, get up and hopefully right. maybe I'll get on the show next week. Let's All right, Stroopy, yeah. thanks, thanks, buddy. Sure. We'll we'll get you on for sure. Thanks for calling, dude. Tell yeah, Charlie said hi. Yeah, good luck. Good luck next weekend. Thanks. All right. Uh, uh, how about that? A rider also, calling a rider. It's the show that the riders <laughs> listen to. Dude, they do. Um, I'm surprised Jimmy Button and Jeremy McGrath and Ricky Carmichael and well, Carmichael. Well, maybe not right, Tim Ricky Ferry. Not Car- Tim Ferry. Yeah, they, I'm surprised they all don't call him. <laughs> well, actually. Timmy told me one time he's never listened to any of these shows. Probably just popped your bubble, too. It really hurt me. It felt like a kick in the nuts. Uh, Hey, Cole, (laughs) thanks thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, man. And continued good luck. I'll see you this weekend in uh, St. Louis. And, uh, yeah, you're killing it, man. Keep it up. And uh, like watching you ride, reminds me of, uh, if I close one eye, it uh, um, (laughs) reminds me of uh, Tim Ferry. Hey, if you if you see Double D this week or next weekend at the race, ask him about getting beat by Frankie Latham in a foot race. There we go. (laughs) <laughs> all right, all right. Thanks. All right, dude. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. If you ever need me back on, let me know. All right. All right. Thanks, Job. All right. Thanks, Job. <laughs> and that's uh, Lucas Oil. Lucas Oil, the oil the pros use. Hey, dude, Cole he did Sealy. good. Um, he did good yeah, on he that. Really that was good. a good interview for Cole. Hey, we're going to take another for commercial Cole. break. Uh, <laughs> come back with uh, Ken Roxon. So thanks to our sponsors. Thank you guys for listening. This is going to be our last commercial break of the night, and we'll be back with Ken Roxon. See ya. This is Georgia Lindsay, presenter of the Motocross Grand Prix, and you're listening to the Pulpamex Show with Mathis and Watson. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOSports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Hey, race fans, thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. We here at BTOSports.com want you to remember that BTO Sports is the world leader in aftermarket parts, gear, clothing, and accessories for all things moto. And BTO offers free shipping on all orders within the continental U.S. that are $85 or greater. And free shipping on international shipments over $7.99. BTO Sports stands behind the sport to the fullest by supporting riders from amateurs all the way up to the BTO Sports Suzuki professional race team. BTO supports the moto lifestyle because the moto community supports BTO. With great customer service, all the products you want and need, there's no reason to be going anywhere else but BTOSports.com for the best service, pricing, and after-purchase care in the industry. Remember, you can save on your order by typing into the code MATHES, that's M-A-T-T-H-E-S, before you check out for great savings. So take your Pulp MX coupon code and head over to BTOSports.com now for all your motocross shopping needs.
Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting hole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three, easy build. Skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radiator braces, and more. Works Connection is the company that is killing it in Northern California and proud to be a sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. As a matter of fact, enter Pulp MX upon checkout and save 20% off your order. Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dionese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at AGV.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation in American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. Fly Racing is moto passion defined. From Trey Kennard and Andrew Short to amateurs, our designers and sales staff, even the crew in the warehouse, we live and breathe racing. 2012 introduces our best line ever, but don't take our word for it. Tell us about the new signature carbon F2 helmet, Andrew. It was cool to have some input on the designs, and I already really liked the helmet because it was lightweight and safe, but now that the graphics represent what I wanted, it's pretty cool to race in it. How about that 2012 Evolution and Kinetic Racewear? The Evo stuff, I wear it in Supercross. It's a little more high-end because of the looks, and it's a little more heavy-duty, but the Kinetic stuff I love for outdoors because it's lightweight, and it feels like it vents a little better. I go mostly off function for uh, what I choose to race in. How's the durability? You know, over the years, they've improved tremendously, and they never settle, and that's what I like about the gear. Fly Racing is distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. How about those guys, Andrew? Western's a cool company. They're great people. That's what I want to be surrounded with, but they love to ride, and they're passionate about the sport. You know, it's cool to see that translate into a product and a company, and 
what they stand for. Follow Fly Racing in the social media sphere at facebook.com slash flyracing or twitter.com slash flyracingusa. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out the xbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun, get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Welcome back to the show, that. the Pulp of Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. No, bullshit. Hey, Watson, in a you, fit of anger. No, you can do that. Someone commits to do something, they do it. He's got an emergency. Dude, what's his emergency? Uh, I have a problem with my house. The, the roof, the water comes through the roof. That's called a leak. And the mechanics are here to help me. I am sorry. Ken, oh. Ken Roxon, everybody, KTM, Red Bull, KTM, just sent us a text right if now. If he we said that, if his house show. was on fire, I would give him a hall pass. But he has a leaky roof. Big deal. He can't talk for us for 10 minutes. Um, He's, I'm clipping him from the show from here on out. He's ooh. not welcome. Kenny Rocks is wow, not welcome. Wow, no, no. Kenny is not happy. He's got an emergency. Shit happens. Kenny, I need an so emergency. Actually, your, your roof leaking in your maybe, house? Maybe we have him right now. Ken? Is this Ken Roxon? This is not Ken. <sighs> That's the part, JT, where you start doing a German accent. <laughs> I know you can do it perfectly. You want to try yeah, that? Boy. You want to try that Dang again? It. Ken? Is this Ken Roxon? Uh, this is this is the Ken. This is the Kenny. Ken, the Kenny. You you seem uh, you got stuck in the gate this week, um, but uh, you still did well to come through to uh, to, to uh, sixth place. 
Yeah, the the gate uh, it move and then I, I go. Uh, yeah, I, I try to go like uh, Alessia. I see the gate move and I try to go, but uh, yes, uh, I I hit the gate and yeah, I, I try to catch up, but uh, just you know, not not so good. But my bike was great. Uh, the, the the KTM was you know a mm-hmm. good bike. Does it? Uh, uh, does it? Th- maybe. Uh, um. Uh, yeah, is is a bummer for you. How is the bike? Do you like it? Good horsepower. Uh, good bike for you. Yeah, yeah, it's a very fast bike. Uh, Roger, uh, they they do a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots, lots of the very much power. The the power is is very very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I must get a the be- the better start. Uh, and uh, may, yeah, maybe we we get on the on the box. Uh, for for St. Louis. Uh, speaking of, of uh, a box, uh, you got a girlfriend? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I meet a girl here in the, in the California, and uh, yeah, yeah, very very nice girl. I, I like the I like the California girls. Um. Okay. Uh, so w- what do you think? You're you're, you know, you, you went uh, you went three six. You're uh, you're fourth in the points, I believe. Barsha is uh he's won both rounds and he's looking pretty good but uh this championship's not over for you huh Yeah it's, a, it's just not so bad uh yeah the the bam bam has gone uh, 1-1 so I must uh do something to to stop you know this uh, domination by by this uh you know the Barsha Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the so maybe maybe uh, this weekend I, I I ride better and uh, you know I, I get to start and uh, you know I, I talk with Roger and he say uh, you, you know you must you must start with with uh, this guy if you want to win the race so oh, okay uh, yeah yeah I try to avoid the, the troubles and uh, yeah it's, uh, I, I don't know how how you say uh, just need to be a much better race. Uh, what about, um, Ken, you got a question for Ken? I was going to ask him about J- Jason Thomas, one of our, one no, of our but friends you know of the show what? that races in Germany. I think that's enough. He, he pulled it. Let's talk to JT. Let's, let's hang up on rocks and talk to JT. <laughs> because it's getting old. It was uh, cool the first like two or three minutes. Ken's but hating now, so much right now. Oh, I'm just pissed at yeah. Roxon, dude. I don't even want to hear the guy's voice. <laughs> He's got a house problem. Dude. Big deal. He has a leaky roof, so that's uh, going to make him hey, blow us off on uh, a phone call. Ken, Ken, what do you think of JT? Uh, rides Dude, in Germany stop a lot. this bullshit. He rides in Germany. He's a two-time. It was funny the first two I, minutes. I just want to hear him describe JT. I want to hear JT describe JT. Is that so wrong? Yeah, yeah we're done. We're yeah. done. It's <laughs> gay. Okay. Uh, Lame. Look at the McElroy. He doesn't even care. Scotty's like, yeah, all right. Let's get over. Um, are you serious, Tits? Uh, let's go to our surprise caller. Okay. This stuff, this show's gold. This is, yeah. how, this is how the show works. Okay, let's hear it. Dave Prater? Hello. What's up? What's up? This isn't Dave Prater. Red Dog. No, this is Sleater. Oh, Sleater. Oh, good job. Good job, producer. I, I'm sorry. That's what he says like. Michael Sleater, and it sounds like Dave Prater to you? I can't talk to Sleater either. Why? Yeah, Watson quit me, man. I even wrote him an apology email, and he and he just doesn't reply. Hold on a second. Kenny's taking his headset off. He said he can't talk to you. Can you fill us in? What happened? Uh, Monster Cup had some KTM and kids. Uh-huh. He gave me permission to come out to his facility and out in BFE, 
And a, a, a young rider, we won't mention his name, came with uh-huh. and rode the outdoor track without Kenny's permission, and he's pissed at me. And oh. I, I apologize. He, just, he hates my guts now. Um, hey, JT, do you know anything about Kenny promising people to ride at his facility and then maybe not quite happening? <laughs> yeah, it just sounds like it was a different deal. Yeah, way different. Hang up on Sleater. I'm done with him. <laughs> Sleater, he's not happy. Oh, I know. He was pissed. But he wrote you an apology email, Kenny. He wrote you an apology email. Apology not accepted. Oh, wow. Really? You're going to do wow. that? You're, you're really going to do that? Yep. It's all right. The friendship, the friendship line is a long time ago for Watson. All right. Well, Michael Sleater, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, man. Just hanging out in Freestone, listening to the show. Right on. And, and yeah, one of, your, one, of your, one of your KTM fellow compadres couldn't come on due to water leaking through his roof. Yeah, oh. talk to your yeah, guys. A, talk to your guys, dude. Yeah, man. They should have a better house, I guess. Yeah. Myriad doesn't build the best houses these days. Yeah, sweet. All right, well, thanks for calling in, dude. Later. Thanks. Right on, bro. Thanks, leader. Uh, bro. He called me bro. Uh, wh- are you fighting with everybody in the industry? We can't have Sleater on. We can't have O'Rourke on. Oh, oh, wait, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, producer. Whoa. Sounds oh, pretty wait. familiar. Sounds or, pretty wait, familiar. O'Rourke's or Rourke's? <laughs> wait. People, people who won't do the show because of Kenny. Say, uh, O'Rourke? O'Rourke is industry? He's industry because just, you made him industry because you let him write a I, column in a blog because he licks you. He didn't write it. He didn't write <laughs> a. He, he, didn't, he didn't write a column or a blog. He, he, he. Dude, he's super fan on the Pulp MX page. He, he, yeah. he does hey, a um, weekly podcast. Dude, screw review. that guy and screw Slater. Hey, every week you guys can call 702-586-7857 and leave a voicemail. And uh, the best ones make it to air. We get about uh, I get a crap load of them every week, and uh, and we're going to air the best ones. Uh, this week, let's uh, let's tune those up, JT. You can uh, listen to them and comment as we go. Let's listen to the best of the voicemails. Hey, I got a question for you about uh, some X-brand goggle stuff here. I got a rep standing in front of me trying to tell me that some of the stuff uh, that Hundred Percent and uh, your old longtime buddy Bevo came out with this new stuff. They stole some of the X-brand stuff, and I I just don't know if that's bull or not. So I thought I'd leave it up to the expert, Stephen, and. Uh, you can get my answer next week. That'd be great. Thanks. Wait, what makes you a goggle oh, expert? Uh, what makes you a goggle expert? Because you put them together? Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> look, we, we talked about this wait, earlier. Wait, uh, you're a goggle expert. We, we talked about this earlier. Uh, nothing against 100% goggles. Um, I don't know what this is. I'm sure they make a good product. I don't know really what this guy was talking about. Uh, a lot of the goggles are the same. I will say this about 100% about X-Brand goggles. The goggles that Kyle Chisholm, Michael Leslie may or may not wear, the frames, Josh Strang, um, Sean Hackley, uh, Michael well, Lieb, you who name else? it. Who else? I think you guys. I think you won a woods race this weekend. Zach Osborne. Oh yeah, Zach Osborne. Can't believe you almost the, forgot. Oh, my little Zachy poo. Sheesh. Those goggles are the exact same goggles that you buy. We don't. Some companies change frames and foam according for their top level elite racers. Uh, these goggles are exactly the same as the ones you buy. So there, JT, put put that in your pipe and smoke it. Sweet. I'm really impressed. Yeah, uh, me let's, too. Uh, let's keep going to the, uh, the voicemails. What's up? It's Cody from NorCal. Hey, I have an awesome idea for uh, someone like Liat, Alpine Stars, or someone like that. And so for ad campaign, their uh, ad campaign should be, just say no to unprotected motocross. Oh, what a home uh, run you just hit, guy. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, uh, what I is... can't believe no ad agency ever came up with that. I know. It's amazing. Yeah, that's, dude, you're phenomenal, guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, ad agencies, good to see your uh, your dad there this weekend, JT. I haven't seen him for a while. Frank. 
Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, it was his birthday last week, so he usually always comes to Atlanta, yeah. Daytona. That's fun to have him there. Good guy. I don't know what do you guys think about that. All right, pull yep. the next off. I think it's really stupid. Hey, what's up, fellas? Just listen to the show. Uh, you guys just had RV on, and uh, that guy is awesome. Um, I know Mathis was saying, uh, you know, hey, it's not too entertaining, a little bit off topic, but uh, me personally, Mathis. I can listen to RV bust your balls for hours. It's epic. Yeah, it's awesome. Great. Um, also, you guys were talking a while back uh, about JT and, uh, you know, referring him to Rocky and uh, with all the stuff, you know, I mean, over the years, he's kind of been rock and uh, solid in all the main events all the time. So I'm just thinking, I know uh, he's already got a nickname, JT, but what do you think? Maybe we start calling him J-Rock. And, uh, this guy has to be thing. from New York um, without... Kenny, Sorry, I thought I was going to say something. Uh, love the guy. Always, uh, guys, always out to trying to support, uh, you know, riders and, uh, you know, you? Supercross itself. I like you. And I know he's totally against the Rhett Michaels thing. It's not my type of music either. Um, but, uh, you know, we're always trying to get out there and be more like NASCAR and be more like the NFL. And uh, on Saturday and Sunday nights, the NFL has uh, – well, they used to have, uh, I guess, Hank Williams Jr., and um, they still have Faith Hill. Um, so uh, most of the football players probably don't listen to that music. Same way with more motocross guys, don't listen to Brett Michaels. But I think it's good for the sport, and it's uh, only helping it to get bigger. But um, once again, you guys are awesome. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Late. Uh, JT, can we, uh, can we call you J-Rock? Uh, I like it. I like where the guy's coming from. I don't know. I don't know about J-Rock, though. I don't know if that's going to stick or not. Do you hear what he said about, like, Faith Hill and, like, you're going to compare Hank Williams to yeah, freaking Brett Michaels? He's stretching with that one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I wasn't really uh, – I was just talking about the other part he said. J-Rock. The other part I yeah, he J- had a lot. Yeah, J-Rock. He had a lot. Uh, he, he was really – J-Rock coming at you. J-Rock on the show. He had a lot of good feedback when he was saying, you know, I really respect Kenny. That was really cool. That part was cool. That was the best but part. Of, that was the best part of his message. <laughs> After that, he lost. After it. that, he went downhill quick. Uh, all right, funny. let's let's keep going. Hey, Steve, uh, why are you keep on asking all these riders what's wrong with Stewart? We all know what's wrong with Stewart. They know what's wrong with Stewart. You know what's wrong with Stewart. The thing that he's on. It's the blue thing that he rides. Obviously, it's a different story. I think you put Stewart on a different color brand, other than orange or or or, or blue. No offense to JGR, those guys are doing awesome. Those guys got that bike performing at its best. But believe me, I'm guarantee if you ask the Japanese designer who works for Yamaha if this thing is working out, I guarantee you right now they know they've gone too far, put way too much money and involved in this motorcycle, and they took a gamble, and it's not working out. So just quit asking the question every time, what's wrong with Stewart? We all know what's wrong with Stewart. Just say it. I know you work for Yamaha. Just giving you crap, but listen. We all know what's wrong with Stewart. Uh, you know, it's funny. I know you were for Yamaha. Didn't we just get a guy that said, I'm out to burn Dude, Yamaha? Dude, you've got an axe to grind when it comes to Yamaha. Right, right. But yeah. this guy's saying... You work for Yamaha. You're always going to stick up for him. I, I think I know who that <laughs> caller is, dude. What did he say his name was? Jeremy Albrecht? No, this guy that just called in. Yeah, no. Was it Jeremy Albrecht? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what, though? This is the way I look at it? it. Who was it? James rode that bike. He picked that bike. He said the bike is awesome. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with this bike. I have no excuses. They're not going to be. It's not going to be the bike. And all of a sudden, uh-huh. I've, have you heard him come out and say it's the bike? Like, publicly? Nope. Riders say a lot of stuff, though. 
And people in the chat room say a lot of things. They get behind the keyboards and they just think they, you know, they go into these chat rooms and they're just like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> they're, they're just a bunch of donkeys. Blah, just, blah, blah. Yeah. So <laughs> everybody. Blah, blah, blah. Well, but our caller here, J-Rock, uh, he believes it's the Yamaha. Dude, people can believe whatever they want. It's, okay. you know, uh, this is my theory. James is an awesome rider. He's a little bit older. These guys might be a little bit more hungry. I personally, until he proves me wrong, like I, I'm a believer. If everyone remembers the beginning of the year, I said he's going to be all right. He's going to be all right. I still believe he's going to be all right. I think he had his best race. Well, he won Oakland, so that's fine. I think he's going to he, be he all right. I think he's, like, being on the box every week is good, but maybe it's not good for James Stewart. But how old is he now? 27? How old is he, JT? J-Rock? Oh, I don't know. 26, 27? Okay. He's not the same as he was when he was 20 or 21. You know what I mean? He sat out riding nationals all year. He doesn't race. You know, he's not. He could ride all he wants at his house. But if you're not racing every week, week in and week out, you're going to lose a little bit. Uh, and those little bits are turning into a lot in my eyes. Uh-huh. So that's just the way I feel. I don't. Okay. I think James Stewart is, is James Stewart. I just think he's maybe lost a little. Uh, I know everything. A little step in his hop, if you per se. Step in his hop? <laughs> a hop in his step. Sorry. Yeah, hop in his step. All right. A hop in his step. A bad, bad motorcycle. Yeah. Um, Quick. Um, this feud that's going on between Tits O'Rourke and Kenny has to stop. Really respect Watson. He's doing great in the position he's in uh, with Hart Huntington. But And who the fuck is Peter Sundell? He's a producer that you pick up hooking on the Vegas Strip. And, it's, you know, this little feud's getting in the way of the show. Um, I'm an avid listener of the show. O'Rourke is a super fan, and whatever beef is going on, yeah, be grown-ups and be professional with the positions that you guys are in with the show. Um, I agree. Especially tits, you know, some little spat on especially Twitter. Especially tits. Twitter's nah, that part I don't agree with. Stupid anyways. It's it boobs. Beef, when so. you, got, you guys can't yeah. play yeah, this. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to bleep um, his F-bomb. Yeah, don't even worry dropped. about that. I don't agree. You're being okay. You're not being professional on the show, like profession, like a professional show host. J-Rock. <laughs> J-Rock. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I'm here. What do you think? I didn't know I had to be professional on this show. And all of a sudden, I'm, a, I, I'm yeah. not claiming to be some professional radio. Have you seen the cameras radio. around us right now? <laughs> Have you seen the lights That's on fine. us? I don't like it. There's some I like big... it. Kent even like wore it. sleeves today. Yeah, he's got sleeves on. Hey, and... you know what? This is this Producer is not... Pete is sweating his nuts off over there because of this show. This is not – I do this for pleasure <laughs> because I have passion for the sport, not because I'm trying to be you know, Howard should, Stern. I, I just think you should. And I don't need to be professional. I'm, I am who I am. Speaking of Howard Stearns. Hey, oh. hey, I'll give Kenny this. If if Kenny doesn't like somebody, you're going to know about it. Like, there's there's no hiding it or any kind of, you know, two-faced action going on. You're going to know if Kenny doesn't like it. So I kind of like the feud. I like it. You know, I, it's he, has not, a, hey, he has it's, a problem. He, he acts on it. Hey, I just chose not to talk to the guy. I have nothing that I want to say to him. And not because – the Ricky Carmichael thing, because I debated him on that, and he was trying to – he was just up he your – He backpedaled a little bit. He was it. up your butt. And if you if you never bash Ricky Carmichael, he would never say that. I think that Ricky Carmichael has every right – he's earned every right to promote his brand and promote himself. Until O'Rourke runs one intermediate class or whatever he does in Australia. If he wins one, will you, t- will you talk to him? If he takes a photo of the trophy? No. Okay. No. Uh, everybody, opinions make the world go round, and O'Rourke has got opinions just like all of us. That's fine, and and I and I could choose not to speak to him if I don't want to. Well, and I maybe choose not people to speak I don't want to speak to on this show, but I I have to put my headset on and deal with it. No, you don't. Oh, I don't. You don't have to if you don't want to. Uh, I'm professional. That's the difference. Oh me God. Hey, speaking of Howard Stern, did you guys see my wife Fuki's tweet 
at the end of the show? No, I didn't. JT? At the end of what show? J-Rock? No, I didn't see it. At the end of the Supercross show? They, you know, they always have the tweet of the week, tweeting while you're watching uh, the race. Well, yep. She tweeted a Basset Hound, and he was sad. She was the Basset Hound was sad because uh, Chad Reed wasn't there, and um, it made it on the show. And Emma goes, oh, "Pookie Mavis," uh, which made her. Day. Oh, yeah, her. I saw you tweet something about it. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, huh? that made her day. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's yeah, uh, awesome. let's go some more voicemails here. All right, just get over it, guys, and keep on putting out good shows and quit throwing temper tantrums and beat grown up. Thank you. <laughs> Mathis, Donna from Arizona again. You know, uh, you're talking about that diet and Filippoto and Alden hooking up with the diet. Hey, you know, uh, a little motivation. Uh, if the uh, pilot does take off, you get your Lambo. You got to fit in it, dude. So you I already fit in the Lambo. Well, this. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that could be your motivation. I fit in the Lambo. On the elliptical, just pounding out the steps. Boom, looking at your Lambo. Just thinking about what color it's going to be. It's going to be red. It's going to be blue. Who gives a shit? It's Lambo. You can fucking piss on it. It's still a Lambo. Bleep that out. So, yeah. Lose some weight, dude. It's all good. We're I fit a Lambo. For a while. Screw you, dude. All right. This is what we're going to do. Screw if you. this show does get picked up, that's so funny. I am going to get a Lambo, and we're going to bring it, and we're going to see if you fit in it. Yeah, go ahead. And we're going to see. I'm not talking like... Like squeezing it, and you 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 can't be like this, like trying to drive the thing. You got to be like chilling yeah, in it, I'll like chill comfortable. It. I will drive the crap. Let out me of that ask Lambo. you a question: Do you think the front seat in a Lambo is any bigger than an airplane seat on at the airport? I have so, no idea. I don't, so I'm you're going to tell me guy. right now that you could sit in an airplane seat comfortably without making the person next to you uncomfortable? Yes. Call him bullshit. Okay. Well, Call right. him bullshit. Do you think when 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 you're at the hey guys, uh, <laughs> Levi calling in from? That was a little late. Hey Mathis, I got a question for you. Uh, do you yeah. ever sit? Do you ever go to, and you're on your you, like you're sitting? First of all, you're, you're most sitting of the by time, the window. Most time I get first class upgrades. Okay, that's so, what. Cause, so, okay, it makes sense. I fly so much. Okay, it makes sense. Yeah. But if you had to sit in a coach seat, Which no I, disrespect yeah, to you. I'm not yeah, trying to bag yeah, on you. Yeah, yeah. This is me right here. I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm a big dude too. I'm not saying I'm Bruce Jenner or nothing. I'm not no like you yeah. know freaking bodybuilder. <laughs> yep. I'm overweight. I'm you know whatever. Well, hey, J Rock, can you maybe pull up Bruce Jenner right there? Like out of all the things, <laughs> dude. Like only it. reason I thought was because Brody Jenner was at the race a couple weeks ago, and, and I seen the, that Bruce Jenner did. Out of all the guys I think you pull up, Bruce Jenner. <laughs> You're not, not a 75 year old crypt keeper. Hey, <laughs> dude, that guy looks good, dude. I'm happy to know that. Hey, uh, hey, JT, you fly coach just like me, so I'm gonna talk to you. When you're on the airplane and you're sitting there by the window or in the aisle and there's an open seat behind you and you see the big guy coming down the row and they make they're looking down and they look up at they look at B25 and you're in A you know 25 <laughs> and you're going god you're looking behind you see if there's any empty seats you're all that person sitting right next to me <laughs> Okay question if you seen a dude like Mathis walking down the aisle and he had to sit next to you. Would it make you uncomfortable? How big he is uh, next to you on the plane? I'm I'm a pretty little guy, but I I know what you're saying for sure. It happens. I I, I get your point. But this is our bet. We're gonna get the Lambo. Oh, no problem. Gosh. When we get the Lambo, get the Lambo, and if you can, if you could just like, I just, will not eat cat poop. I I would hope you don't, because that's that's really bad for you. No, we're gonna do that. We're gonna okay. get the. All right, well, we're gonna get picked up. We're gonna do the Lambo, and then we'll do the tire changing contest we, in the garage. We probably won't oh. get picked up because you keep being on your phone while the show's going on. So. Good job. I like uh, how you just come back on me. You had to just dig, dude. Let's listen. Every week, just wanted to chime in and uh, say that playing the Brett Michael song really took the street cred of the show down. Kenny 
I stand behind you. You didn't want it played, so you're still up there in my book. Tits, take that shit off, man. You're a pretty cool dude, it seems like, but playing that shit on the show, just, you know, total street cred, gone. Later, guys. Later. Later. Hey, Steve, what's up? Uh, just uh, had a question about the new Gungi replica KTM. Um, I know they're importing 400 of them uh, into the U.S., but I haven't heard anything about the 250F because I know that uh, Roxon and uh, Musklin were riding the new 250F on the lights, and they, I haven't heard anybody say anything about them uh, importing any of uh, any of those. I don't know what this US. guy's talking so about. Could, uh, I spe- me- Seems like he's speaking uh, 250Fs. Austrian. There's no 250Fs that are. You know, that are special. They're Dude, just well, a- if you weren't so rude to Sleater, we could have answered this question to him. <laughs> yeah, good job. Yeah. Good job, Matt. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's uh, a KTM guy. We could have answered him a question. Hey, you want to know about our producer, Producer Pete? Yeah. The voicemail before this one, the guy talks about the Brett Michaels song. Yeah. Okay, he's talking about the Brett Michaels song, talking about how it, you were good because you didn't want it on. I type in, do you got that? Meaning Brett Michaels song, right? Like that's what you would mean. So you want to He hits on. me back, now, got what? On. Got what? Now, hold on. What was our previous conversation on these things? It was talking about calling somebody else, and I asked for a number. No, I don't no. have that. I don't have that on my thing. Okay, well, that's what I thought I you have, were talking about. I have about. just have where you said Michael Sleater was David Prater. I have that. Right. And then I said, you got, you got it, meaning the song Brett Michaels. So. Well, I have it. Well, the whole, <laughs> the whole thing now doesn't really work, producer Pete. Uh, Jeez. All right, let's go. Did you pay him already? I paid yep. him half. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. Need some insight on that? I appreciate it. Mathis. This is uh, Twisted Fate 26. I've been following you on Twitter and bugging you and K-Dub about uh, the Seattle trip. I live in Seattle. Um, and I'm interested for the Mo deal. Um, cause God, you know, God knows I love me some Mo, but uh, I feel like, you know, my boys are falling in Nam, you know, because who has my little hot sauce on their canard? And then we lose Reed? I mean... Come on. Uh, anyway, I don't know. Um, I work at a prison. Been there for like 12 years. So I'm not like cool with leaving my number. Um, but I'm Twisted Fate 26 on uh, Hotmail or on uh, yeah yeah Twitter. That thing. He just got high speed fancy deal. Yeah. The, the, um, the mobile thing. Well, I got news for him. If he doesn't leave his number, we're not hitting him up on Twitter. If he wants it bad enough, he's gonna reach out through an uh, email. You can email. You can email the show. Yeah, yeah, he could do whatever, yeah. but uh, I'm, I'm not going to hit you up on Twitter. But I'll tell you one thing. You're not just going to buy it. You're going to bid on it. So whatever the bid goes for. He hey, said he'll go for two. And well, it's going to start at two grand then. <laughs> That's where the bid starts, 2000 bucks. Hey, has been. You there? Yeah, hey, guys. How you doing? What's up, man? Hey, I uh, want to talk to Kenny about the B2B that he's, uh, that he's uh, doing there. Because I'm watching uh, Hill on a Honda right now on a national uh, Durango commercial. His, his bike's on the back on a trailer there. What, what's going on? Is it Hill on Honda now? Uh, yeah, I guess so. No, it's uh, that was like a they shot that um, that commercial and they just that number is just on the bike. And the deal is with that commercial. It was for like a national. It wasn't for a national campaign, and I guess someone really liked it and they did it. Um, but uh, I guess there's a bunch of grief going on about that commercial, I guess. I, I don't really know. It's uh, – it got – because what the deal is, Dodge doesn't um, – they have – It's not very good B2B. Well, it's not my that's, B2B. That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, you know, Cowie's team, and, you know, and, and your guy's number 75, signature number and everything. But Ken, Kenny I doesn't know, have – I would take care of that, Ken. Dodge, Dodge that doesn't up. have no control over you. They have a 
uh, advertising company that does all their stuff. Yeah. So what happens was uh, the advertising the people that do the advertising company are the one that's probably going to lose their job over it, and they put it out on air because I know that the the big wigs at Dodge are not happy about it because when they usually do a commercial like that, they black the bike out. Yeah. So hey, and the funny thing is, it's just not pulling a Dodge like it just doesn't have Dodge motorcycles. It has a Dodge. I mean, a, I'm sorry, a Honda motorcycle. It's pulling a Honda jet ski. It's, it's everything in the back of that thing. Oh, yeah, is a whole, whole pile of shit. It's just a warmed-over K car with a yeah. with a four-wheel drive body on it. You know, yeah. Dodge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So good, good, good call on that, has been. Yeah, way to go, has been. Once again. Hey, no problem. You come through big time. See ya. Yep. Uh, I was just kidding about coming through big time. Uh, that's the voicemails. I think that's all we got. Uh, as usual, dedicated to Greg McQuarrie. He loves the voicemails. Loves it. Uh, JT. Yep. What are the chanceabilities that you're going to race St. Louis? He'll be there. Uh, yesterday I would have said kind of iffy, but today I think it's looking a little better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just kind of day to day. Depends on how the week goes and how my how much healing I can get in. It's kind of um, it's kind of B to B. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, hey, I hope ask, you know. I plan JT on being there. Uh, it's just going to be if I can't, you know, if I can't, I can't, but I'm planning on it. Let's ask, do some giveaways. Ask JT about the, B, ask JT about the B2B. He was across from us all weekend. How, how did it look over there today? Do you guys? How'd the B2B look? Uh, I honestly didn't get to check out a whole lot. Like I was kind of in the truck all weekend because it was pretty chaotic, uh, in the pits. So I just was hiding out most of the, most of the time. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, uh, there was a lot of people there for sure. Um, it was crazy, right? Like yeah. I, I yeah. and especially like that race. Like it's just if I go out there, I, I you know, and it's, I feel bad because I know so many people there, but I literally can't do anything. I can't even get back inside because it's yeah nonstop. You know, well, it's so. sort of a home race for your team too. I mean, obviously Daytona is also, but uh, yeah, I feel the same yeah. way, dude. I couldn't even walk through, and I was just like doing you know. Did you meet a bunch of fans? Oh god! And, yeah, I was doing B two B for myself, and it was pretty good. Yeah. Did you meet some fans of the show? Yeah, there was a lot of people there. The people, a lot of people. I took some pictures. Some guy there. told you he was yelling at you, swearing at you, and you gave him the finger. He was very excited. No, the guy that drew that picture right there. Was it that guy? Yeah. What? He's like, hey, I'm the one that drew that picture and made you look like you knew that. I'm like, really? Cool. And you gave him a finger? Yeah. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> what was I going to do? Hug him and say, great job? Look at him. Maybe he looked like a freaking Hamburglar or something, dude. My nose don't look like that. My head ain't that big. I just like me. I'm on top. I'm the king. You are. You're the king of the media. That's what I hear. Moto Media. That's what some guys, uh, some guy on a, a web on a blog said. Steve Mathis and Davy Coombs run the Moto Media. Really? Yeah. Where? I thought that was Steve Cox. No, Steve Cox doesn't run it. Where, where <laughs> is this? I gotta see this. This sounds that sounds awesome. I'll tell you off there. I, uh, I don't even want to say the guy's name I, on because I, I don't want to. I, I run the Moto Media. Meanwhile, Davey can call and just yell at me like nonstop. Well, you should tell him <laughs> next time. Go. Do you like when Hart yells at me? Go. Whoa, 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 whoa! Pump your brakes. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Brakes. I run Part the media with you. I run this. <laughs> Believe me, uh, when Davey's letting me have it, I don't run anything. Yeah, there are crickets on the other end of the line <laughs> when Davey's yelling at you. Exactly, exactly. He's not going to lose the job like he did last time. Hey, uh, let's go to uh, um, giveaways. What do you got, Kenny? Uh, we're going to give away a Hart and Huntington Team Edition sweatshirt and T-shirt. Who's to... going to ship this? When are you going to get it? I'm going to bring it here to you, and you're going to okay, ship it. Okay, all right. How about that? I'll supply it. Fourth caller? Fourth caller? Sixth caller. Fourth and sixth. Kenny, you make the rules, bro. Ninth caller. Whoa! Ninth caller. I have a Tedesco's number. You're going to make it it difficult on me. You made it hard on him. So ninth caller. Ninth caller. Wins. 
Dude, look at the lines. They're lighting up. People want that stuff, huh? Man, no one they, is one person going to win both? No. Well, you said ninth caller. That's one person. You, you didn't let me things. finish. I didn't pick another number. Okay, here we go. Brett Michaels. This is, this is awesome. No one's calling in, so I ain't giving it away. That's cool. Well, there's a delay on the show. Oh, uh, okay. Just uh, we'll do. <laughs> how about we do uh, the ninth caller, and we'll do the fifteenth uh, caller for Tim Ferry. Oh my gosh. No, we'll do the fifth caller. That's my favorite number. Ninth and fifth, of course. You always name, you always name the higher number first. <laughs> you always do. Okay. Fifth caller. Fifth caller. Tits. There it is. All right. Uh, yeah, wins a Hart Huntington prize pack courtesy of Kenny Watson. And yeah, Hart you just Huntington. gotta make sure you put your size in, and we'll we'll get you dialed. Uh, JT, uh, yep. big testing with JGR last week on your bike. Did you, did you notice it? Did it help out? I mean, obviously, we all know what happened, but uh, uh, happy with that? Happy with the program? JGR racing yeah. sponsors of the Pulp Mech Show. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I was happy. We, we didn't. Ma- I didn't make a ton of changes. Just uh, different torque setting and shock setting, but. It was uh, definitely better. I, I was really happy with the bike, actually. Um, so that, you, it was like the first weekend where I, w- I didn't leave the weekend thinking of like what I could do to make it better. I was just kind of like, well, the that? bike was where I wanted it. So. Didn't we talk to JT about testing this week and how his bike worked better? Uh, no, I don't think specifically about JT. Hey, check this out. I, I don't want to cut you off, JT, but, Steve, there was one more thing. I want to do a giveaway Okay. on behalf of Lucas Oils. We are going to give a $100 gift certificate for a Lucas Oil products to another caller when you're done. <laughs> I got a, I figured it out. I okay. already did some research. Yeah. I'm going to buy it. We're going to buy it. Give $100, and the caller's going to get a $100 gift certificate okay. to Lucas Oils for can, can anything. We even, can we even do that? Put it in your can car. Can we even do that? Yeah, it seems why, like not, can. why can't you do that? I'm buying. We're buying it. They're not giving it to us. Well, does Lucas Oil, A, have gift certificates? B, do you have to do it online? How do you? Don't worry about it. Okay. I don't I already, worry I've it. already done the research. All right. Um, $100. So you could use any of the Lucas products. They make it for your car, your chainsaw, your motorcycle, um, for has-been, your, your razor, um, whatever. <laughs> whatever you guys want, we got you. We just want to th- thank Lucas uh, for coming in and giving us this opportunity. So what caller gets that? You pick it. I pick it? Yep. Uh, 15th. Do we have our winners yet for the Hart Huntington packs? Yes, we are all set. Okay, uh, two prize packs, Hart Huntington. They, they want it. Do you have their names there? Yes. Um, Doug is one of them, and then I got the other guy. I don't remember what his name is right Doug now. Doug and the other guy. Doug, Doug and, and the, the other, other guy. guy. Congratulations, the other guy. There used to be a band in Canada so called So how, how are we going to mail it if you don't know the other guy's name or his I, address? I've he's, still got him on hold. Yeah. i, I got to get it after. Uh, what, what's the, did you get the sizes and everything? No, but that's why I send the you email get the, out you got to get the 15th caller right now when it's Lucas Oil prize pack. Look at him. Doesn't oh, he's scrambling. I yeah. don't even know how to do that. But Producer doesn't even do. know how to do that. Wow. Two I only tips. have five lines open right now. How am I supposed to do the 15th call? You just hang, 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 hang until All the 15th. Right. JT, do you, want, do, you have a, do you need a job? Producing? Hey, JT, when you're done, we got a position for you. Buddy. Yeah. You got to live in oh, Vegas. Oh, sweet. I work all year for an iPad. <laughs> no, iPad 2 for you. <laughs> no, oh, okay, we, cool. we, we stepped up our compensation to Pete this year. He doesn't just get an iPad anymore. He gets real cash. Yeah. He's making much mo- mo- as much money as Pookie, dude. Yeah, look at him all stressed over there. He doesn't even know what he's doing. Um, <laughs> did, Kenny, did you look at those lap times? Yeah, I did. And? I'm pretty impressed. Did you see, did you see Jeff Alessi? I did see Jeff Alessi. Okay, what do you think? I don't want to pick on the guy. I don't want to harp on the guy. But let's pick yes, on him. Do. Let's pick yes, on him and do. harp on him. I am not going to harp on him. I bought the kid an iguana for his ninth birthday. <laughs> Uh, I think you know, maybe he needs some work to do, and you know whatever. 
Okay. All right. He deserved to be in the main. He qualified. He's in there. It doesn't matter if he doesn't even want to show up. He's still out there. Okay. All right. Fantastic. There you, there you I go. guess that's it. Hey, uh, congratulations to Curtis for winning the Lucas Oil Prize Pack. Good job, Curtis. Right on, Luke. Uh, what's your name? Curtis. Curtis. Good uh, job. We'll get that out to you ASAP. JT, uh, thanks for coming on tonight. I know it's late where you are. Ooh, it's really late. You're probably watching the end of this. Race. Uh But thanks. Yeah, I am. Th- uh, J- I expect to see J-Rock on the back of your fly racing pants ASAP. Oh, yeah. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> All right. We'll see you this weekend in St. Louis, but guy. All right. See you guys. See you. Later. Hey, what happens if we called Max and told Max to get some patches made for him? We could do that. Yeah. We could just do that. Oh, yeah, cool. So he's, he's going to know because we said it on the air. He don't listen. Yeah, right. Um, he said he does it when, he, when he's working out, but I guess he's not working out now, so he's Yeah, jacked. he's got an objective foot. He may, as well, he may as well just hobble him like a horse. Um, hey, everybody. Thanks to BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Fly Racing, Worst Connection, AGV Helmets, Viv and Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate's on here. The Lucas Oil guys are here doing this pilot, and we got to thank you guys for coming by. This is awesome. Um, as soon as this gets picked up, let me know because I will go proceed directly to the Lambo dealer. Well, you know what? Like, before I was like, yeah, whatever. If it works out, it works out. Yeah. But now I really want it to work out because I will get a Lambo. Not buying one, but yeah. I will because you know yeah. how I can get one. You can one. get one, yeah. And I will have it here, and it's going to be awesome trying to watch you. You're going to be like, Trying to get into that thing, like you're gonna be, you don't I'll, even I'll understand. I'll roll around in butter. I'll roll around in butter. Dude, I remember you climbing into the passenger seat being tight. Now you got a steering wheel in front of you, the shifter. It's all like crazy, uh, okay, like well, you car know driving seats. You don't think like Shaq has a Lambo? What does he do? Hell no, he doesn't have a Lambo. You know what they do? They if for the cars when they don't, they they stretch them. There's no way in hell you're fitting in a Lambo, bud. Whatever. I'm sorry. Thanks to the Lucas Oil guys for coming in. How about a station up. wagon? Thanks to Chad Reed. How about a modified station wagon? I'll do that. All right, perfect. Uh, thanks to Chad Reed and uh, thanks to Cole Seeley. Ken Roxon couldn't make it um, due to an emergency in his house. Yeah, with, with yeah the, Ken. Thanks, buddy. You're so bitter. I can't wait to see him this weekend. I'm going to let him have it. Wow. Okay. All right. Don't say you're going to uh, do something and don't do it because your, your roof's leaking. That's not a tragedy in my eyes. It's not? Hell no. You, you put a bucket under it and you just watch it drip. Well, he's German. Maybe. maybe what, the, what? The roofs don't leak in Germany? No. they got solid roofs. To quit it. Have you ever uh, seen a, a V-Dub? They don't leak. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. We'll let you know the results of this pilot when we find out. Who knows? Uh, God knows what they're going to do with it and uh, and try to make us look good. And, uh, again, thanks, everybody, in the chat room. Thanks to, thanks to Greg McCreary for helping out. Thanks to DV12 was in the chat room. David Villeman answering people's questions. Nice. And uh, thanks again, everybody. We'll see you in a week. Uh, when we know that, we'll have uh, our um, – Results of our pilot will be in, and we'll be rolling in money by then. Kenny may not even show up. Thanks, Kenny, for coming by tonight. No problem. Producer Pete. I'll be here, pilot or no pilot. Producer Pete. Yep. Thanks for coming in and making only three or four screw-ups. Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm just trying. I'm doing it. Yeah. Right on. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. See you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, 
that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. 